Happy Monday, friends, and welcome back to the Mark Claire Show. Now, this week, I did have a particular guest that was going to be on the show. She did have to cancel, unfortunately, but luckily for you guys, I have something, I'm not going to say something even better. It's something very different, but something very appropriate considering everything that was going on in the last couple of weeks on Twitter, referring to the incident in Miami. The Miami Nephilim is what a lot of people were saying. They were saying they saw giants uh, being shifting out of existence, all sorts of crazy stuff. So I hopped on with my boys, the Nephilim death squad, top lobster, top lobster, excuse me. You got to emphasize the, uh, and David Lee Corbo, a.k.a. The Raven, on Nephilim Death Squad. I had a great time on that show. We talked about the incident in Miami, our theories, and all sorts of other stuff. And it's a pretty interesting dynamic because Top is kind of like me, um, although he spent a little bit less time, a lot less time in libertarianism. He eventually branched off, kind of realizing that it is more of a spiritual issue at the end of the day. And that is what these guys are exploring over on Nephilim Death Squad. David's a little different. He didn't go through the libertarian stuff at all. So it's a pretty interesting dynamic, especially as Top and I refer to a lot of sort of libertarian in in fighting and in jokes and whatnot. Uh, and we kind of, yeah, we give David a little bit of a, a brief lesson along the way. So it's a pretty fun conversation. Enjoy my talk with Top and Raven over on Nephilim Death Squad. Be sure to check out their show. And for the video, go on over to their channel. I want to help grow their stuff too. Go over to their channel on YouTube, but you can also find it on Rumble. And just like myself, they're really trying to pump up the Rumble. I will have my episodes on Rumble as well. The last couple are already up there, so please do follow my Rumble channel as well. While you're at it, I want to make sure you guys know I'm going to be doing a couple of live streams this week. I had such a great response to my live stream with Pete Quinones. Uh, I'll be doing a couple more lives this week. Those will be live on YouTube. I'll later post them to Rumble. Uh, you can find those by, well, just by subscribing to the Mark Claire show on YouTube. Ring that notification bell, but I'll be doing one this Thursday night with Courtney Turner discussing the Tavistock Institute. And this Friday night, I'll be having the man behind the Unmasking the Phenomenon Twitter account, which I highly recommend you follow. We'll be discussing the UFO cult discussed in the HBO documentary called Love Has Won. It is the Mother God cult. We're going to be diving deep into that stuff. We talk a little bit about the Galactic Federation stuff that you'll hear in this conversation today. Uh, that does tie into the Mother God cult. So it's a pretty interesting it's a pretty interesting tale. I'll, I'll say that. And we, we're going to dive really deep on that one. So please do check out those live streams this Thursday and Friday at 7 p.m. My friends, enjoy today's conversation with my boys, Top and Raven from the Nephilim Death Squad. We are being hypnotized by people like this. News readers, politicians, teachers, lecturers. We are in a country and in a world that is being run by unbelievably sick people. The chasm between what we're told is going on and what is really going on is absolutely... Oh yeah, dude. There's some Nephilim shit. It's like we all know what's going down, but no one's saying shit what happened to the home of the brave. Motherfuckers taking control in this now, and no one's talking about how they made us out of these slaves. And everybody's just walking around, heading the crowds, and won't awaken to a dead in the grave. But then it's too late, we need to be ready to raise up. Welcome to the end of day. Welcome to Neft to America, your cultural commentary for the end of days. I am David Lee Corbo, a.k.a. The Raven. This is Top Lobster. We are joined by Mark Claire. But before we go anywhere, there is a couple of things that I want to get out of the way. Oh, and shit. I didn't stick, know this was coming. We're going to keep it short. Let's do it. Go ahead, no, man. No, we're going to keep Add it short, me. dude. 
Let's fucking what, go to. I was about to say how pumped I am to talk Nephilim shit after that intro, and I don't know if I'm gonna have the same vibe after the ad. No, dude. We'll I, if anything, <laughs> I know. Like, I get it. We were coming in the energy. We were coming in so hard, and now I guess we're doing an ad read. So I'll just pull this up. What? Yeah. <laughs> what, what are we That's talking it, about? Toplobster.com. Awesome. Dude, you have like a bunch of cool design <laughs> Aboriginal airlines. Oh, yeah. I didn't even notice that one. <laughs> this one's a, this go one, to Toplobster.com. Uh, the who owned uh, the boats? Pick up yourself. Shirt, go click, click awesome. on the boats. Click on the boats. I might go right yeah, now. I want to, see uh, those, to be honest. Fucking. You want to send me a discount code? <laughs> Hell yeah. I think yours might still be active. Does the we'll old one still work? <laughs> oh, you do. I don't care. This one, shout out to Pete Quinones for okay, but who owned the boat shirt. This one is uh, selling quite well. We got the Abo Airlines. We have fucking fake and gray. And this is like the new one right here that we just dropped. I can't believe we're doing this I right off this. the bat. Fuck crazy. yeah, dude. We're coming out hot. I love this design, by the way. This is super yeah, so dope. It's I don't like, know what it is. Where, how did that inspire you? I don't understand. It's like, cause this is the Miami, um, what do they call that? The, like their alternative logo. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So, you know, and we got the Miami the Nephilim, Nephilim right there with a the fucking little Nephilim skull that I just drew it up. I was like, I had to draw it. Like I was thinking of it last night. It's like, all right, let's fucking get this on paper or That's technically whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. That's so a that. Don't forget to go and pick up uh, Nephilim Death Squad merch. If you do that, you're entered into a raffle to win a oh, enhanced yeah. Royal Rife machine. That's the point of this top. I forgot right. that we were doing that. That's fucking. Oh, yeah, yeah ahead, dude. Because we have uh, only a couple of weeks now to the end of January. If you buy Nephilim Death Squad merch between now and the end of January, you are entered into a raffle to win a $5,500 so right now, live. You, you can get in the yeah. raffle. Oh, shit. Yeah. Me and. Me and Top can't be in the raffle. That's, that's pretty much the only be, rules. Somebody's look at that thing. $5,500 enhanced Royal Rife machine, uh, therapeutic frequency device created by Matt Rife, not the comedian, but instead the uh, owner of realrifetechnologies.com. And this is a therapeutic device that tons of people swear by. Go check out the reviews. But if you enter, or you can be rather, entered into the raffle if you purchase any Nephilim Death Squad merch between now and the end of January. All right, let's get that. The hell out of the way. We are yeah, joined get, by Mark. Go Claire, check out Rife. Currently shopping. This guy Rife is hilarious. He's 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 really is. He's a fucking homie, uh, Matt Rife. So just follow him on Twitter too. This dude is making something for us for Clint that we can't even discuss yet. It might not even be legal. I absolutely placed the order without using the discount code. So congrats. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take care of you after when I win the time machine or whatever it is. It's <laughs> the time machine. Yeah, do you, see, he must watch the show. I think I, it, I think it is a time machine. We're we're not allowed to say what it does. Like that's one of the big things. He's like, he's like, listen, be very careful about what you say because the FDA is going to arrest me tomorrow. So you're not allowed to actually yeah. promote time travel as a. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, uh, let me just option. tell you, we're not responsible for wherever you land if you run five machines in conjunction simultaneously. Might that's land in a mall in Miami, for all we know. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. What a powerful segue. First, before we go anywhere, though, Mark, please tell the people uh, what it is you do and where they can find you. Oh, yeah. Well, I podcast every Monday on the Mark Claire Show, the very straightforwardly named Mark Claire Show, where I had podcasted for the previous nine years on a show called Lions of Liberty. Some of your folks may know about it. Some may not. Probably better they don't. But um, <laughs> after about, I think I could sum it up pretty quickly. After about nine years of podcasting about libertarian politics, and I think, David, you kind of summed this up in a clip I saw going around uh, the other week or so. I just started to realize that there's much higher level things that are behind the politics. So if we're all just and even if libertarians have this totally wild, different take on it, we're, if we're still having the same discussions that our people are having on the surface level and we're missing 
everything that's going on underneath the surface, then, you know, what are we even doing here? So I decided to branch away from that uh, strictly political look at things. I still delve into politics now and then. Uh, but at the end of the day, I'm trying to get to the source of what is uh, what is ailing us in this world. And I think, uh, you know, I think I think it's no coincidence that the two shows in the Wild West corner of the Internet that have been honing in on the real matter at hand the most happen to be located in Florida. I don't think there's a coincidence. There's so much week. overlap, Mark. Yes. Everyone is in Florida. The So we spoke with Buck Johnson, too, who took a very similar path like me and you. Because I remember David wasn't around for these days, the good old days, before fucking, you know, COVID ruined the world. But, like, we were in this Twitter atmosphere talking about taxation being theft. And that somehow equates to much later down the road where, like, they're opening literal portals inside <laughs> of malls and eight to ten foot beams are walking somehow. through. Yeah, there is. And but, you it, know, I... I do want to temper this real quick uh, with the idea, you know, uh, Mark, you gave me some credit there saying that I had pointed this out. The only reason I point that out uh, as often as I do is because I'm simply too retarded to <laughs> understand politics. I, that up awesome. with that I was at my most retarded when I was doing it. So it all ends up. <laughs> That's the thing. when you're sitting there and you're like, taxation is theft. The government's like, we know, like it doesn't fucking matter. Like they it's know funny that. seeing there's a dude, this is going to get very meta, but there's a dude, Jack Lloyd, and seeing him lately go after like a uh, Scott Horton over like they're out libertarian each I've other been long ago blocked. So I, I only saw part of the, I've only seen it because of the screenshots. People are like, you've got to say, I don't give a fuck, but I'm, it's just, to me, it's very interesting looking back. I'm like, Oh, he got stuck. He didn't make it through the portal. Exactly. He didn't make it. Through. <laughs> Everybody else stepped through the veil, pull him through. Yeah, I'm looking at him, yeah. but like you're you're yelling at him, and he can't hear because he's because he's blocked. You're like, yo, you fucking faggot! He's in the wall, to- <laughs> we're over here doing cool he's shit. Out. He's just there with his fucking Asian wife, like, like, dude, no, that was fun. that was four years ago. COVID changed everything. We're doing, <laughs> we're not doing that anymore. We're not doing yeah, that. New taxation. I think that was in the. Come on out. That was the Johnson episode, wasn't it? I think that's where we went because I was like, I was talking about uh, Buck and Clint, and it's like, it's cool because Buck is out, right? But I was kind of really talking about Clint. Buck and I'm is like, out, yeah. is it? Buck is, <laughs> Buck is out. Clint baby. is he's not the all now. the way out. He's not all the way in. He's not all the way out. He's a special character where he could, he he does morph this line. Yeah. There's a few people he's that I shifter. would put in that category at this point where you can feel them being pulled out, but they still have the connection to, to the other name, side of the portal. So name names. Name names. I would put John Odermatt, who I recently interviewed on my episode that is dropping today. I get that feeling for him. He probably wouldn't quite say it that way, but I I get the vibe. This is another, this is a Lions of Liberty OG, David, if you don't know. Like, that's his co-host. They had like this trifecta. Listen, when when Lions of Liberty was out, they had immediately cornered the market on Libertarian Podcasts, which now there are infinity. It's the lamest market to corner, it turns out. (laughs) It really was. But they were guys. guys, send me the money. They're like, what are you talking about? We're broke. Like, oh. (laughs) I'll go talk about weird shit then. Whatever. <laughs> I said, there's no money here either in the weird shit. Nobody, nobody's yeah, I know, but at least I'm having fun. <laughs> so at least you you're having fun. And that's the main part. One of your main homies. I assume that you talked with him a lot over the last decade. You can't even pull him through the veil. He's not like, he's still not seeing it. He, oh no. I, that's what I'm saying. I think he's, he's part way through. You know what I mean? I, I think he's being pulled through, but again, there's, there's forces on every side of this thing. They don't want you to come through. They want you to stay in that side. Then if you get through this side, we probably got new psyops to deal with on this side of the portal either way. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm immersed in those psyops. I'm, I'm pretty good at dealing with them and good at navigating them by this point. And I mean, you know, we're in this fucking weird realm where suddenly 
it's okay. This morning I'm driving to work and I'm listening to uh sort of a hip hop station that my wife already had on and it's uh you know their morning talk show. And they're talking about Nephilim in Miami. They're talking about supposed 10 foot tall shadow entities and they're juggling that with this Epstein list that's supposed, you know, that's that's being released slowly over time now and they are so unequipped to deal with it. These mm. people would never go there typically if it wasn't for the I just want to don't interrupt you. the conversation. <clears throat> I don't want to interrupt you real quick, but I'm going to interrupt you. These people. I mean, now David, what do you mean by those words? These people. They were black. They were black. They were very black. You could There's tell strong... I couldn't see them, but I could hear them and I was like, mm, black. There's a powerful yeah. overlap. Powerful overlap of that kind of I guess that for some reason that demographic just unwilling to like really understand what's going on until it's like right there. And then they still can't explain it. It's very funny. Well, actually, I mean, no, if it, you thought oppression of the white man was something, wait until you find out that it's actually demons behind the white man. And I got to imagine whatever the demons are, they're probably white as fuck. Let's be honest. At the end. Probably Jewish. Yeah, too, probably just even, yeah. I mean, they're yeah, probably even Jewish. more, probably as white as you can be in the spiritual sense. <laughs> yeah. Like white or black on the outside, but like very much white on the inside. The, the, exactly. This whole thing has been exactly. very they're strange. They're so white. Because that when you see them, they're like, they were darker than dark, but it's like, we can't perceive that kind of white. So <laughs> it's, it's just like, white. it's actually white. That's how white it is. That's why True they have white. shadows, <laughs> shadow demons. Cause they're, they're actually so white. They become black. Wow. I can't acclimate. Yeah. That's I, the horseshoe uh, theory. It's just an amazing thing to, from, from my perspective, right? I've been in this for a long time and it's kind of always one of those things you're ostracized for. If you start talking about all kinds of paranormal conspiracy theory shit, at least 15 years ago, you're ostracized, right? But today, uh, black people on hip hop radio stations are being forced to have the conversation alongside shit like Epstein. And you can tell these people are just unequipped. You sent something earlier top where it was like, where were they talking about it on, um, what's, uh, what's, uh, Ben Shapiro's uh, oh company. yeah, uh, Daily Wire. It was it was Daily Matt, Wire. They're talking about that. The beard yeah, dude, Matt Walsh. Matt Walsh He's and, like, uh, what is a demon? The other be- the, the, the other dude that doesn't have a beard. That's how I know them. And then there's the old guy, Andrew Clavin. I know him, but this beard guy, okay. no beard. Um, they're talking about Nephilim. So how about Nephilim? Huh? Hmm. Does that exist? Tucker He's Carlson like, and Roseanne Barr had a, a conversation where uh, it kind of flippantly came up you know tucker's like oh maybe it's a nephilim i don't know like it just it's coming into the the cultural sort of consciousness one way or another and maybe you guys are responsible to be honest honestly i can't help but wonder listen i i don't want to brag about myself but i made a picture of a little crucified kid go viral okay so if you're talking about a word like nephilim like that's like easy shit like yeah we could mm-hmm. we can <laughs> We can put that into the culture. I have no idea if we're responsible. I think Mel Gibson's muscles is more is more uh, more of an accomplishment, <laughs> to be honest. I forget about I that. No, at it's this so point, it's like is top is top shifting the culture for the better or the worse. I'm not Wait, sure. I actually, uh, you know matter, what? As long as it's fun, I don't want to violate <laughs> him. But Mark Random, um, you guys know Mark Random? Yeah, oh, you, you don't know yeah, Random. I can pretend oh. if you wanted me to, but okay. If you, once, please pretend. If you understand his character, he's like yeah, schizophrenic dude. Um. He was DMing me seriously the other day. He's like, hey, like basically asking me, but almost confronting me like, hey, you seem to be like talking about the Nephilim and now I'm seeing Nephilim. So do you think that you're making something happen? And I'm just like, are you like, I feel like he was like, like, be like, is it you? Accusing you? Yeah. Accusing me. Like I did it on purpose. I was like, no, nah, I don't think it works that way. I just, I just thought it was a, you know, let's start talking about the Nephilim because, because I like this scripture. And then all of a sudden people are like, oh, that's the, like, the, I don't know what happened. 
But I was actually accused of, of moving, not just moving culture into this point, but moving it to the point where actual Nephilim manifest in Miami. And I was like, this is a and weird is that, world. Now, what is that though? Is that like, um, is it because we had fantastic foresight and knew these things were coming down the pipe? Or is it because we pushed the conversation in that direction? Because I'm kind of inclined to believe it's a little bit of two, but primarily the first one where it's like, we're moving towards that time. I wouldn't be doing a show about this shit if I didn't think that there was a lot of validity to it. And so the reason that I pay so much attention to the, the you know, this sort of thing is because I think it's fucking coming. So it's like, are we here or are we just moving the conversation? I do wonder how much of what people have the ability to see, meaning what they can wrap their mind around is because of how, what they've been programmed to be able to see. And I don't know about you guys. I've been watching sci-fi movies for like 20, 30 years here. And there's a pretty running theme, no matter what they look like, like the aliens all kind of have similar features. Um, but for the most part, uh, at the end of the day, we're all, we, we, they're either really deadly and really horrible, or we find out they're not that bad. They're actually going to help us. Uh, either way, this programming has been put into us for so long. So I do wonder to myself, to what extent is is that predictive programming or is it actually programming so that we can see this eventually? So that actually, so that it works that way, in which case maybe we are part of the programming ourselves. It's hard. It's interesting, right? Because there is this idea that once things get into like the sort of, uh, cultural zeitgeist that all of a sudden they become more palatable for us. We can see these things, whereas we couldn't before, but I mean, anybody who's paying attention from a conspiracy point of view, or even like, you know, I give the libertarian a lot of, uh, the Libertarian Party a lot of credit, even though I'm sure that Top would disagree with that, uh, because it's very much anti-corruption, anti-establishment, you know, the desire to have a small government and to kind of shuck off the the control of the government. And I think you need like a kind of conspiratorial mind to even start thinking that way, because the opposite of it is like the pleb, is the please, daddy government, take care of me, give me a stipend, uh, put me on free health care, you know, that kind of shit. And, uh, and I think that that mindset lends it, that will lend itself to not being able to see a certain thing without being programmed. Whereas, you know, there's a whole other side of the coin where like, I never needed to be programmed for shit. I, I I've been seeing weird crap my whole life. I think yeah, you actually um, nailed the, uh, the, the split in libertarians there, maybe accidentally there, because I think there's a certain there, you do have to have somewhat of a, there is some at least high level corruption, I think, to get to the, get into that area at, at some point. But I think there's sort of. And this might explain the people who kind of hung, hang around in that area and the people that have branched off and gone through the portal, so to speak. There's still, I think, for many people, the belief that, well, at the end of the day, it's just because enough people don't know about these ideas and it's because the politicians are making mistakes and we don't have the right people in there. And if we just can shuffle things around, inform more people about the right thing to do, th- the right way to do things, free markets, individual rights – that's going to change everything. Uh, and you know, if we could just let them know, if we could just get them Rothbard, then right. they, then they change their minds. It's like, no, you fucking losers. What's happening here is that everybody's schizophrenic and they're listening to the dark thoughts, which are actually the disembodied spirits of the Nephilim. Okay. And they've got beef right. with God. You don't even understand, bro. And they're like, listen, and knocking on doors. is not knocking on doors. Like, it's like, can we pay the like dudes? dude, they see the signatures these guys got 80 <laughs> signatures. Out of 10 million people, 80 signatures. He's going to get on the ballot. Watch out. I, I know. It's like, that, they, the they devil's shaking with God. That's the shit that they don't understand. That's what people who are immersed in politics don't understand is the opposition. The ones that you're crying out about, you know, taxation is theft. 
they have beef with God, dog. They don't care about you. You know what I mean? And most of them aren't even aware of what they're doing. They're just being manipulated by forces behind the scenes. But I want to start to unpack for the audience. And then I want to get into all sorts of fun speculation about um, this fucking Miami event. Right. So let's rewind time a little bit. We go back to January 1st. And basically, the idea is that there is an event at a mall in Miami. Right. And interject at any point if you guys have information that I'm missing. There's, there's an event at Miami Mall, whatever the fuck the name of it is, doesn't matter. And there is a response of over 100 squad cars. There is a shutting down, allegedly, of the airspace uh, above Miami. There is 61,000 people who lose power. Uh, there is a internet outage, which I believe even Clint Russell said that he still didn't have internet. And that was uh, upwards of four to five days, I think, when he posted that after the event. The um, Nephilim came to shut down Liberty Lockdown. <laughs> that's exactly what. No, they came to collect him because he's fucking one of them. So uh, there's there's all these what seems to be a massive reaction to what the official story is, is a gang fight between teenagers. Now, now granted... There was uh, some some gang issue in the Hold area. On a second, this David. has become a problem. Go ahead. Hold on. This Hold is on. the guy from the beginning of the episode. We saw I'm your comment before we even started. Look at what he said here, Mark. Hold that thought, though, Hans? David. Hans. 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 He's being serious. Stick to topic. Don't ramble in over overly vulgar rhetoric. Be informative. Report. Right. Fa- like, are you telling me how to do this? First off, I don't really get paid for this. this so you're going to sit here and tell me how to do my fake job, Hans? Are you out of your fucking mind? Tell someone how to do a real job. <laughs> I get the post office what? misses your mail. You want to tell them how to do it. Okay. I can understand that. Like, but. so what's the psychology here, jobs. Hans? You are like hinging on our success on this show in such a way that you're like, I can probably coach these guys to make it better. This is what's oh, going on what's here. Going and you're on. still watching it. He just wants to see us win. Well, that's what it is. He's still watching because it's a great show. And he's like, is he a he supportive king? Reel it in. He is. This, I, I believe he is. Cause he says right there. Can you tone it down a bit? I mean, that's a reasonable request, Hans. I'm not going to lie to you. And I can tell that you're coming from no, a place I fucking you want to see us win. Damn it, Top. If, if we could just tone it down a bit, we might find the success that Hans wants us to find. He's children, got kids please. in the house. If your children are watching, Hans, you're a bad dad. <laughs> I mean, it does raise a good point. When is it too early to tell your kids about the Nephilim? That's a good question. Oh. Hold up. My see this picture here? Oh, there yeah, you go. <laughs> well, looks like we've already... Broach that subject. Broach that subject. And I mean, eight years old, I'd say, is still too young. He came to my house. He drew me a picture. One, he said, "That's Jesus Christ." Two, that's Satan. Three, these are the Nephilim. Can barely see you. And this is Nephilim. This is Noah's Ark. And I was like, "Yes." I was like, "Oh shit!" So that stays there. Based. Based. It's pretty based. But I'd say right around by chance. <laughs> These are my friends. No, but the we Nephilim. do. We talk at length about how to defeat the Nephilim. I'm like, you have to take off their head. That's all I know. I don't know how you do it. They're really big. Some that of them are in excess like a, of like 15 feet yeah. tall. Yeah. Well, See, I mean, it's definitely the, the right way to end. What does this mean? <laughs> We're putting him on the map. I appreciate You're it. very welcome, Mark. You're very welcome, Mark. <laughs> These people um, are right, retarded. Is it anyway? I don't know. It's Not a Nephilim map. map. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> my three-year-old right, is a soldier for the cause. Pussies. Pardon, Pardon me. me. Proceed. Right, Thank you, Hans. Hans. Right. Hans, my nigga, man. There I like go. this guy. Forget it. I went That's from right. almost kicking you out the chat to saying I like this guy. Good for you. No, I mean, honestly, nobody else gives us any co- constructive criticism. They just tell us that we're right, and they're all schizophrenic, so I know it doesn't count for much. <laughs> hey, uh, it's someone told to me I was someone. a rambling fool a lot earlier. I might not have done Lion's Liberty for nine years and could have saved a lot of lives. 
<laughs> save a lot, save of, a lot of lives. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you are sort of responsible for all the faggotry that's still going for around. A lot of faggotry, and I don't get, I don't get enough credit for it. <laughs> and then you just abandon the cause. You create all this faggotry, and then you just slide on them. You what? go have fun totally, like that. Alfred E. Newman here. I'm like, what? Me worry? You just fucking and then went I'm, to I'm the going kitchen through the portal anyway. I don't on care. I love how he like this is how the faggotry, and then I Mark. Mark was like, he stepped through the portal like. <laughs> a lot of faggots over there and just kept going <laughs> like yo dude you did this these faggots in where's the yes, Hans is schizophrenic check it out Hans is schizophrenic all right i knew we liked him um so to get Quite back to uh, uh the the Miami event the Miami right? event. i think we pretty much uh, outlined it uh in its simplest form you know the reaction was strange it was supposedly just teenagers having a gang war no big deal this is normal black people stuff but the the overreaction the hundreds of squad cars the shutting down of the airspace all very suspicious the rumors coming out and the videos coming out a lot of which are clearly bullshit and there's going to be a lot of people David, on twitter what who did are they like call why them? are you spreading disinformation uh they called them the group well, of it depends joggers or something n words uh no, no i don't know there was a specific thing that they called the, the like these. Oh, they were a, a group of this, and they were fighting at the mall. And it's so sad because the Nephilim have overpowered uh, a great story that would have gave you know how be like oh they were just like clerks or they you know like whenever oh, they put yeah like yeah a group of so, scholars a group of scholars yeah it just got <laughs> painted over because fucking Nephilim decided to walk through the streets which is unfortunate maybe we it's should like backtrack of, and revisit a lot of joke potential because the Nephilim actually if you think about it think so yeah it's the new yeah. N word. It is it's a strange <laughs> thing N-word. because that would be a good t-shirt. That's yeah. Nephilim, the new N-word. Uh, it's strange. The whole event is strange because nef- I can nef- see is how you like get around it. That's <laughs> it. I, I can see like these things getting blown out of proportion, right? Um, I can get behind that. But what's really strange is like, why is it suddenly trending with this idea of Nephilim? Like, where, how did Nephilim even get associated as a member of Nephilim Death Squad? I'm pumped to see it. I got to be honest. It's great for business, right? But I can't help but go fucking why? Why not aliens? Like six months ago when they saw those tall things, that's, this is the time frame. Six months ago in Las Vegas, they saw the tall things, the tall creatures, they called them aliens. aliens, I never called them Nephilim. Yeah. 2024 happens. Boom. The year changes. And now they're like, that's Nephilim. It's like, I heard some tweets calling them aliens or alien like creatures. And then a lot of like Nephilim demons. I mean, you're seeing a lot more of that. Whereas before it was like, we got aliens here. Yeah. It's, it's, it's again, it's more like uh social cueing, like letting us know who still hasn't walked through that portal. So the people who are calling it Nephilim, like they've walked through that portal, but they're uh, now we're looking back and like, the alien people aliens? are in the previous portal. Like you're still talking about aliens. All right. Lose yeah, exactly. Like we're like way past we're, I, I, we're on demons. They're on Nephilim. aliens. <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, it's almost going to become like the libertarian thing. Like we're argu- like, there's like a six, like tentacled monster, like coming at us with like fucking fire breath. And we're just like, this guy's like, Oh, it's an alien. You're like, idiot. It's not an alien. That's a, that's a demon core. <laughs> As he's eating you alive. Level of, like, <laughs> Maybe if we can call him the right thing, he'll stop eating us. No, he's not going to stop <laughs> exactly. eating. He's got beef if with God. If you call him the right name, he'll leave you alone. <laughs> if you call him an alien, he's going to be pissed. The thing is, libertarians weren't even arguing to to be like, well, we have to use the we have to call them the right name. They were arguing about it just to argue, like just to nitpick at the points. It's very funny, actually. Well, that's that that's always you know from from my perspective, one of the things that I I see like right doesn't matter, libertarian, Republican Party. There's a lot of infighting and then on the left there's just like 
retards who are uniting and they don't care about the minutia. They'll eat each other, but as long as they're aimed at like another party, they'll act in unison. And that's one of the things that just doesn't seem to work out to anybody's advantage in any of the other fucking parties, which is why I go politics is stupid and gay. And really, this is all Nephilim shit. This is this is really at the at the base of everything. It's all Nephilim shit. And in a way, in a way, uh, Nephilim shit and like comedy is more effective at waking people up than learning arguments and shit like that. Like I've, I've noticed that and I, I, I'm an idiot. I'm a complete idiot. So people, they talk to me like, yeah, whatever. But I'm like, listen, believe me, it just makes somebody laugh a little bit and then tell them it's the Nephilim. And all of a sudden, what would wake up an entire nation faster? I mean, you could take, you take, oh, they took all the guns and people would still be like, man, whatever. But it's like, no, no, no. Like there's literally Nephilim walking through the street. Everybody's awake. So I'm like, that's like a good, uh, for me, that's what I like to use. That's what I start with. I just start with Nephilim shit. And then people just start to like, oh yeah, that actually does make a a great lubricant. Yeah. It's an excellent lubricant. Did you see the video where the guy's like, um, so it's a black dude and he's like, Hey, so I was in Miami and, uh, and I had never been to Miami before with me and my girl in the background behind the black. I think so. I I, I think it might've been. So he, he ends up going through this whole spiel about how he sees solid shadows and the guy, I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, this is awesome. Like, I love that. I eat that shit up. I don't give a damn. And, uh, and then, uh, he says, yeah, they all had to run because there's these like 10 foot tall solid shadows. And it was, you know, something like he'd never seen before. And then the next video comes out and the guy's just like, Hey, are you guys fucking crazy? I made that up. I lied to you. It was very much like a top lobster moment. It was beautiful. He was just like, I lied to the people. You guys, I've never been to Miami in my fucking life. That's what he's basically. I was like, yo, this guy is the shit. I was not mad at him in the slightest bit. So, you know, this whole event has been totally obfuscated. Like there's another video where, uh, you know, you see fucking portals open and it's like, that's clearly a fake video. Yeah. Going back and looking at where the portal was or whatever. Which is bullshit because black people, if you show black people magic, they run away. They never go towards it. We learned that in the last episode of Neft to America. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, They literally run away. A lie immediately. I don't want to, I don't want to shit on the Nephilim stuff because it is fun. But what I think happened here in my cousin that you met on new year's, uh, He's a firefighter in South Florida. So he knows a lot of people that were, you know, in, in Miami, like reporting to that, no fire department reported to that. No ambulance reported to that. It was just police. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, well, what the, what do you make of that? Like, because listen, if something is that crazy is going on, there's going to be emergency, like a emergency units, like fire and always ambulance right behind the cops. And they were there for a while. They never showed up. It was just like a police escort. So I was like, well, what do you think it is? He's like, seems like a police escort. Something was going on like uh, the escort. Vegas. You remember the Vegas thing? You had like uh, the, some Saudi prince rolling through and then there's like the mass shooting on the side. This, this seems like, like something like that happened. Something else happened. Somebody important was around, but I don't think it was aliens. It, it's a lot of fun for them to run with it as if it's aliens. And they're probably just like, yeah, yeah, keep doing it. And I'm having fun with it too. But I think, yeah, that's what I think it is. Well, only one of two things could have happened. I mean, there's a lot of things that could happen, but overall, either because there are a lot of reports of people going around saying there's aliens and these weird creatures and different stuff like that. So either that happened is one one option, or there's or there is some sort of concerted narrative to like push that around. I guess there is a third that maybe someone said aliens and then it organically spawned a bunch of fakers. That's possible. But even people like Lia Halpern, like posted this video saying she talked to a bunch of people that saw things. And then she said, she kind of saw something. 
Maybe she's an op too. I don't know. I'm willing to believe anyone's an op, but it doesn't seem like she's someone that would normally go down that route of things to talk about. So I don't know, but it seems like people either saw something or, or there's a narrative that is being pushed that want people like us to think that people saw something and do shows about it. Well, it could be case. Maybe it's both dude. Maybe, maybe it's both of this. They said that they, one of the other things that I believe is that they heard shots fired. So people heard shots fired. I mean, it's like, okay, something happened, but it it just seemed like an event that's closed off, whatever. Like, so like a psyop event and maybe it was Nephilim walking through, but it was certainly like something that was, that they were doing. You know, it wasn't something that just happened because it just, it just doesn't make sense to have that many cops show up and not one fire truck, not one ambulance. That's like, you see them one, two, three all together. It's not that way. So that's interesting to chew on. If people want to think about it from that angle, something happened. What did in the, the, the power outage to, to, is this like reported to be 61,000 people plus are, are, were, were without power. And uh, so, all right, if you're thinking through the lens of like an escort, um, it's hard for me to say why they would shut down power. It's, it's all uh, okay for the internet aspect. If you want to shut down internet, you might be able to sort of cover up some of the, maybe the footage or avoid maybe live streaming. If someone's trying to capture footage of, of let's say this is like some sort of, um, uh, uh, what would you call it? Police escort then maybe you can kind of sub, uh, subvert as much of it as you can uh, by outing the internet to a certain amount of people. The airspace, that's very strange. I don't know how to make heads or tails of that. And and even that is like, I've not confirmed it, but it's certainly a story that's not lost any steam. That's continuing to roll out, right? Internet outages, power outages, 61,000 people, and a fucking motorcade shows up of a hundred plus. Like the whole thing is very strange, but I agree with Mark in the sense that it feels like somebody is pushing. I think I I would take that option. Option number two, it feels like somebody's pushing that narrative. It, it feels, it it feels like both. Like, so a green mountain girl, she said she doesn't like how I'm some summarily, uh, dismissing some of these people. I'm, I'm really not. I think it could be both. I just don't think it was the people, the people that were like in the mall or whatever, they were probably supposed to be there. Whatever was happening there. Like, I don't know, maybe they fucking opened up a portal in, in think we this have place actors here. Yeah, probably. But no, we don't even have crisis actors. We just have people that were f- kind of far away seeing it. Nobody's getting video from on the ground from like what's happening because it seemed like, like I said, that the police made this kind of barrier around it and whatever was going on inside that mall, like it was like, I think there's water on the side cut, like cut off this way. That's a closed event. So like, yeah, nothing else, nothing's going in there. Nothing's getting out. What if they fucking went in there, opened a portal? What if, what if that mall was made on a fucking landline, a ley line or something like, like, uh, and it's not, it's not really that crazy of a thought when you think about the Colorado airport, why put a fucking airport on something like that? What's going on in that place? You know? So I don't know. Yeah. Something happened. I, it's very strange. The, um, like the only footage that's come out is from balconies. Right. And then, like you said, there's nothing on the ground level and the, and I say nothing only because I have seen videos on the ground level, but they all to me feel incredibly fake. Uh, Mark before said whether or not this is organic, it doesn't feel organic to me. The way that it's spreading is like, Somebody paid a troll army. And of course, I'm one of these fucking people. So I admittedly am continuously He's sharing literally any said, video that I see. I am not going to let this die. And he's spreading disinformation just to 
keep it stirring. I see what well, you're doing, but you're all, marketing. I mean, come on. He's he's part oh, of the problem. I, number one, it's fun. <laughs> but number two, this is an, an incredibly unsatisfying uh, official story. If I'm being honest, it just mm-hmm. does not feel like it, it buttons this shit up at all. It's in not any even kind of much way, of an official story. It's still just, it's just the teenagers with sticks, right? Which is like, it's not even a right. story. It's not really even a story. So it's I not a story. I, I mean, I could actually believe if we're trying to like take things, let's go back a portal. That I was the, you could say. Mark, that's the euphemism. It was juveniles with sticks, which is that's, very that's funny. Our, right. That's our, that's our new scholars. <laughs> um, juveniles. Sticks. But if we wanted to go back a portal, I could see a world where like there's a, if we're looking back in the political realm, kind of where there's like, you know, I don't know, 50 immigrants with sticks beat like that look that are just the wrong imagery. And we're going to make a whole big thing out of it. And, and let's put this other narrative. So people don't really know what it is. And and now they're, now the whole internet's talking about aliens and maybe they were like really tall type creatures. I don't know. That's what makes me hate the fucking Mises caucus. It's exactly that where I'll be like, look at this shit. And then they'll be like, well, actually look at this article. It could have just been a bunch of juveniles with sticks. And let's you talk see, about the, let's talk about the police yeah. Yeah, and the crime rate. And I'm like, oh, you it's like, like, I it's like their them. version of sharing like the Cato justification for vaccines. You're like, well, didn't you see that? Actually that was a portal before them. And, yeah, there was another That's portal. A, yes, exactly. Prior see, we, we figured it out, guys. It's just like, we're like Super Mario shit. Do that's what it is. Super Mario skipping portals to yeah. the next level. You go through that. We've like, entered this, been showing us we've entered this time where you have to like, there's a very brief moment in time nowadays. Everything's sped up, right? The portal will open. Get through that bitch as quick as you can because it's going to shut behind you. And another one's going to show up, but it's not going to be over yet. So right now we're hinging on Nephilim. I don't know what the fucking next thing is going to be. It's going to be the rapture. It's going to be a return of Christ or some shit Hold like on. that. But it's going to be talk about And if you find Super the right Mario. portal, you get to skip some levels. Why would Super it Mario happens. make... like Because like, it would have to have been like predictive programming. Because All right, so pl- plumbers work with pipes. But plumbers Bowser don't go... Is clearly a Nephilim. Yeah. <laughs> Let him yeah. Cook. But yeah, but I'm saying like pipes are plumbers don't go into pipes. Plumbers work around pipes. So it's like to do that, to go into a pipe, that's how you're getting to the next thing every time in this game. It's predictive programming of of the portals that you have to go through or the political pipelines that you should go through to level up and get the princess. Mm. Which means well, for libertarians, get pussy. You level up at the very end of this, you get pussy. Before that, you every not time anything. it's like, sorry, the first there's level no is just the libertarian convention, and then you just, <laughs> somebody of them just stay at the first level, and there's no pussy at that level. At the all. second level there's is pork fest, and there's some pussy, but you don't want it. Yeah, there's a little, but like not really. That's <laughs> the, the further the up, the, these... the less libertarians, the, the more, and then finally you get to the See, princess level, where there's no libertarians, within just one politics, Nephilim to defeat. <laughs> within politics is the same problem as conspiracy theories, which is like if you find success in your niche then you fucking, you don't want to leave your niche, no matter how much it falls apart around you and it's no longer valid, you don't want to leave it. So like, you know, luckily we call this show Nephilim Death Squad or this one in particular, Neph to America, but it's like, we, we hit everything. So if the, if the Nephilim thing falls apart, we, we still got footing. But if you're, you know, found a lot of success in the Libertarian Party, well, now it's your baby, you know, now it's what <sighs> it brought you recognition and now you don't want to fucking leave it. And, you know, so it makes me I, feel that's, like that's a trap. It makes me feel like such a scumbag because what you describe right there is very accurate. So like a lot of these people that still follow me, I like them. Like if I seen them in real life, I give them a pound and be like, yo, what's up? But like, I got a shit on you when you come with the old, with that old stuff. And it's nothing personal. It's just, it's, it's exactly that. Like I can't, I I had to let that part die. Right. So I like to let that die. I've got to completely shit on it. And you're still there. That is yeah. very accurate. You do need to let a part of you die to move through a portal. And then, then you look back and, and you got to laugh at that part. And some people are going to be there taking the fire because they're still there. 
Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, that's what it is right now with this Miami thing for me. It's like I I fully recognize that this, I, in my opinion, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think that this is an alien entity event. I don't. I think that for some odd reason, uh, the the sort of collective zeitgeist of people have locked on to to, to Nephilim, probably you know maybe because of us to some degree, uh, but that this is getting attached to that. Um, for convenience sake and that this is actually something else entirely. And so, you know, when it inevitably comes out and it's not Nephilim, a ton of people are going to turn around to me and go, see, you're fucking wrong. Da, da, da. And I'm going to go, yeah, I know I was wrong, but it's fucking what, fun and fuck you. So here's the thing. What, what if like, what if we actually get to the point where, all right, something did come through the portal. And then now we're having this minutia of, well, what exactly is Nephilim? Like is Bigfoot Nephilim or is Dogman Nephilim? I'm not so sure that I would say that I would say something else. Like, like, uh, is a shadow being, ne- is Hatman Nephilim? I don't know. Mm. What do you think? I would, that's probably uh, more of like a, actually like a purely spiritual creature. I would think not me being no expert, but one who talks to many experts. Um, whereas a Nephilim would be like, is an offspring of some kind that does have a, a physical form in our, in our reality that it can take. Right. That's my the, view. The, I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, well, when they die, um, they, they have spirits, they go elsewhere. And so I, it's, it's my contention that a lot of the things that we deal with, especially the more recognizable spiritual entities, um, when I say recognizable, I know that sounds retarded, but like, okay, you're watching, uh, there was a movie with fucking Anthony Hopkins. Uh, it was called The Right. It was when he was a uh, priest, I think, and he ends up becoming uh, possessed. And when he finally is the the exorcist finally drags the name of the entity out of him that's that's possessing him he says ball like b a a l uh or, or you know the hat man for example i think there's like heavy hitters in the spiritual realm i think those are more than likely the disembodied spirits of the nephilim uh, are you saying that, that 13% 13% of the Nephilim are responsible for 50% of the violent Hawkins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I so am. do you mean that those particular spirits at one time had a bodily form and then due to their semi demonic or fallen angel nature, now that now they yes. don't have that, but they still have the spiritual. Well, yeah, according to the yeah. book of Enoch, that's kind of like what is going on with them there. Well, no, not this book. There's a, is it the book of giants where they're, they're like desperately trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're desperately trying to like strike a deal because they know like, not not only does prophecy say, but they just kind of know what's up because they, I guess, Nephilim, Nephilim were, were taught by their fathers who are fallen angels, so they know the the deal about what's up. Think think about a uh, think if you were like a uh, Adam, you were the first son of you know of God, you knew everything you were talking with. But anyway, that's what that's what the Nephilim were thinking. So they're trying to figure out a way that they could possibly get back into the good graces, or some of them are trying to figure out a way to how to reembody myself, and that's like. My idea, what I started on this with was uh, that thread about the Nephilim and the AI. And it was like tongue in cheek. I think like maybe like a half a million views on it or whatever. And people were just like, this guy's a fucking, go back and read that. They're like, they were abusing me. This guy's an idiot. Look at this fucking dude. And then after a while, you're like, hmm, fucking maybe. Like what, if, if you can't, if you can't embody uh, a phys, if you can't put yourself in a physical body, but you're able to kind of like see through this this, that portal and not just see through it, but like actually touch through that portal from that next realm and influence yourself, influence yourself into a physical body. But the thing is, is like, you, they can't just do it. They have to influence, right? It's like the, the vampire rule. So I have to make you oh, do have it. to be invited. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what is invitation, but some fucking nerd autist that goes and develops an AI code or whatever that will then 
have you speaking with the Ouija board. The fucking the Ouija board has an app, guys. It's not even a it's it's a foregone conclusion that this has already happened. So that that thread back then, I saw it happen. I was like, that's what happened right there. People called me stupid. Now I think they're waking up to it. Doesn't matter. Sour grapes. But yeah, that's, fucking Hasbro literally just did that, right? They put an, an AI in their Ouija board because Hasbro has been making fucking just the board game Ouija board for all these years. This wasn't strong enough yet. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now we need the fucking craziest absolute thing ever that I never understood as a kid at all. I mean, I, I played with the Ouija board as a teenager and things occurred. But even as a younger kid than that, we would go to like Toys R Us and see it's Monopoly there. and the game of life and just a Ouija board. And you're like, Hey, you, you want to practice? What you want to pretend what it'd be like to pay bills and buy real estate? Hey, you want to fucking open a portal to hell? Like you got to get it all here <laughs> at Toys R Us. I mean, it's, it's kind of super mind blowing actually, when you think about it, honestly, the best games that, that these, these Hasbro or whatever, whoever Milton Bradley, I don't know, whatever company makes, they probably all make them at this point. I don't they know if do. the executive is sitting there thinking to himself, haha, I'm going to get the fucking you know, spirit world into the, I don't know that maybe they're trying to make money, but I got to think at some level back there, some few levels back, there is an insidious Dude, reason it's there outside of selling, selling merchandise. All back to Jerry Marzinski. Okay. Your thoughts are not your own. Whatever you're tuned to mm. is something talking to you. So uh, David Icke, uh, Tesla, and there's a couple of others that we mentioned on the show say that they were in contact with other entities. David Icke says he's in contact with ancient Atlanteans, which is probably the Nephilim. Um, Mm -hmm. This is not new. This has been happening forever from the beginning of time. And again, it's about consent. So it's like little drops of sand. These motherfuckers are playing the long game from like, like David would say all the way from agriculture, they plant that seed, like trading this knowledge, right? All the way to, you know, the 1900s. Now we could all feed each other. We could feed ourselves a large country. Then it just goes to like small stuff, like, like a, how to create AI, how to, and before the AI, it was like, Hey, if you made this board here and you put a little glass with a triangle, you can get millions of people to buy it. And it was like, that was an idea implanted by the Nephilim so that they could fucking talk, but it wasn't good enough. Now you know we've I gone love? to the next level. I love the idea that Hasbro is getting fucking customer feedback on their, on their Ouija boards, endless supplies of like, it's fucking my life up. There are demons. I don't know how to, <laughs> excuse me, Hasbro. Do you know how to get rid of these demons? Are you and serious? They're, fucking, they're, customer they're reading them and then they're going increase production. Like they're just continuing this to crank great. these fucking things out. You're never going to get another, <laughs> what, what's this the product you're going to get? Any response <laughs> is a good response. Controversy, <laughs> controversy creates cash. This is great. Monopoly. And it's like, Hey, fucking monopoly really taught me a lot about like how to invest in real estate and how to handle money and things like that. And they're like, that's cool. And then you have this other thing. that's like, Hey, this, uh, this game, uh, the Ouija board, it made my aunt schizophrenic. And they're like, keep it fucking going. Let's keep going, dude. <laughs> Like, is that not the shit, most Jewish dude. thing you've ever heard? I'm trying to figure, I'm trying to look up the reviews on the Ouija board, but I can't spell Ouija. So <laughs> it's like, Oh, I think it's O U I G I. I think it is. Yeah. What a douche word. Like you want to spell it. What a fucking stupid word that is. I think that that's, that's fucking hilarious though, because you're never going to get that much negative feedback about a product and keep it on the market. But they're just like, yeah, let's keep this going. This one's funny. Nobody's reaching out to say anything good. This one's called these guys. They couldn't get Ouija coming through on the, on the (laughs) (laughs) knockout. This one's just called medium classic wooden spirit board. Like that's like the generic. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it was supposed to be called. Wooden spirit board. You buy this one at Costco. You could get like 10 of them. It's it's the The Amazon basics, medium, uh, medium wooden. One star, just one star. Not the product I ordered. No contract. Nope. No contrast and poor workmanship. 
This person's actually Imagine like what kind of bullshit that is. You order a product and a fucking Ouija board shows up. You're like, I did not order this fucking Ouija board. <laughs> One star. Like, what the fuck? Dude? I'd be more. I'd be like, dude, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Who sent me a Ouija board? But this has got to go. Somebody says five stars. Totally legit. Weird board. It's only able to summon used car salesman, which is very funny. <laughs> These people, <laughs> the fuck? Oh my god! It's just crazy Have you that they get away with ever that. Used a Ouija board before you? No. Nah. You know. I uh, I drew one on on press board once uh, when I was a kid. That's a, yeah, like you know, we me and my cousin we uh, we got a shot glass as a planchet, and you uh, you know we just took sharpie and we did A B C D all the way through the alphabet, and then we did yes or no. Um, and then my aunt came over, which is actually how I, I feel just like this joke. I feel like on that she type, was like, like on that quality of of Ouija board, you could only summon like people like Beetlejuice Green. Be like, what's up, yeah. some fucking <laughs> not, oh, <'cause laughs> it there's, it just won't only slide. Him, oh my god! The, that little small head when he has the shrunken head. Only that version of Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> but my aunt came over. My aunt was like, um, "Hey, maybe don't talk to spirits. Uh, your aunt <laughs> used to be normal, and now she's hey, fucking honey, schizophrenic because doing? of this." Hey, have a seat here. I was a thinking maybe shark. maybe you don't be talking to spirits so much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. That. And she was like, "Also, not in my house. Maybe don't do this in my house. Probably not a cool move." And I, I do like, have. Right, yeah, I got awesome. some weird stories about the Ouija board, but I've never partaken because I've always seen I've seen what it does to a place, and I never. So, uh, the house that I was born in in Seagate, this house has been passed down in my family, like rented for some reason. My parents were there. They they bought a house. Then uh, next, their their sister was there and then she moved out and now my cousins live there to this day for the last about 30 years or so in the basement they played the it's Ouija haunted board and they still live there it, it, here's the thing it's been haunted since my parents were there they both they all three of them report seeing the same old jewish guy in the corner in in Why the kitchen gotta be jewish everything he, he's an old jewish man that's what it that's what it was it they because I, I asked all of them they're like yeah he's just sitting there he seems very peaceful but that was it how do they know he's jewish they just could see his face. Like he looks like a fucking old Jew. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, look at this. Jew. Like it. So he's got a fucking beak on him. He could have said right. he had a yarmulke or something. I mean, <laughs> so here, here's how it goes. No, no yarmulke, just like big, real big nose. I, I have no idea. Corner spinning a dreidel. <laughs> <laughs> so you keep stealing my money. Um, so <laughs> no, they, uh, so my, my parents, the sister lived there. They saw this entity, that's really all that it ever amounted to. They moved. It, it was never even remarkable enough to say anything. My third family members moved there and they're there to this day. They play the Ouija board in the basement of this apartment. And this house is fucking haunted. I've got, I should tell stories about it because I've seen things in there, but I just, it's never even occurred to me to say, but it, it's from the Ouija board. They do a hundred percent. They open. It was already open. Uh, I've seen like dark shadow figures with red eyes. I've seen uh, like a, uh, little knickknacks and toys and stuff play without batteries, things like that stuff. For uh, poltergeist shit. Yeah. And my cousin's seen a lot, like they still live there and they see all kinds of like crazy shit. It's, it's, and this is just point, one Jewish man is doing all this. Nah, I think. And, and the crazy part is <laughs> dude, if or Jewish man, we're talking about portals. I can tell you exactly where the portal is in that house because every time something weird has happened, it's been this like a uh, inside in, by, by the staircase inside by the staircase closet always stemming from there. That's where everything is. But it was probably just a small thinny that, you know, maybe one soul could pass through. Maybe the dude lived there and you use the Ouija board. You just open that thing up more. And I don't, and I don't think you have an ability to close it. It's just there. So 
whatever's there is walking through. And the instructions don't go that far. On the, <laughs> they're, they're like, do this. No. And they're like, you're like, where's the part closing it? I don't see anything. Oh God, Have you tried to, to turn it? off your portal and turn it back on again, sir? <laughs> <laughs> is your portal plugged in? What is You're the name wild. of your demon? You need to ask his name. <laughs> <laughs> the name is very powerful. Is but if you ask him if he has Beelzebub. <laughs> if he's Beelzebub, you need to leave the house right now if he's Beelzebub. He is the worst demon. No, you need to leave. Others we can work with. Him, you need to go. Did you say Azazel? One second, let me open to Azazel. <laughs> like a book manual. Burn the house. You're going to want to burn the house. Burn the whole house down. <laughs> I don't know what to do. This one, just a little sage should do. <laughs> oh man. Dude, don't don't mess with the sage either, man. I like the first the first episode I ever did of uh Top Lops. Does I the sage interviewed... actually open the portals? It does something and you don't know what the fuck you're doing. My my own if you haven't seen that episode, it's on my my channel. I, I'm actually I'll I'll upload it on Nephilim Death Squad because it was a really good oh, one. Oh yeah, yeah. I watched that episode. Yeah. She yeah. said some crazy shit. That's where she, I, I discovered that your aunt had seen the hat man. And that was yeah, like one she's of the seen... things that brought us together. I was like, your aunt has seen some shit, dog. Yeah, she's a. Uh, I mean, it was at one point she was feeling down, didn't understand why, and she's in Puerto Rico, and her uh, her friend brought her to some kind of witch doctor up a mountain. The story's bizarre, and she's there, and she's talking to the witch doctor, and he's doing a séance. At some point, things just get wild to where she can hear her attachment yelling in a man's voice, and the guy is yelling back at him. And like yeah, the witch she, doctor she is got, yelling back. The witch doctor is yelling at this guy. Oh, and it's just yeah. her and her female friend in the room, but there's somebody else there. And she looked around, she didn't see anything as it, and she, but she could hear it full voice. Just watch the episode. It's fucking nuts, dude. And I don't think that thing ever left her. I think it's, it's just there, you know, Damn, you got a fucked up spooky aunt now just for the rest of, that shit is re- not rest on of her the life. label at all of the, of the Ouija right. board. You imagine the instructions of the Ouija board are like, what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to open it by, uh, you know, asking for protection and then asking a question and then like when do you get to the part where it's like well now there's a demon in my house and it's just like there's nothing there there's no fucking like no re- recourse funny, whatsoever blank just, pages like, what they, <laughs> yeah. they never what finished the manual they never finished at the in the in the, in the app on the game demon. on on the phone it's like you know how you could look up like the instructions you search and it was like search for uh like what do i do about the demons and it just there says no demon. refunds <laughs> in big bold letters <laughs> Do you want no to refunds. return your demon? <laughs> I'm sorry. This page is 401, 4014 not found. <laughs> it's, it is the weirdest thing though, dude. Just like uh, I keep my, my brain keeps going there and it's like Hasbro's Ouija board is unlike you know anything what, else that they have. Here's they have what, nothing else like you that. You get the best demons coming out. Here's of what Hasbro. we should do. So like libertarians or no, 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 not libertarians, but now you have like the, the, Catholic right, which we're, you're, we're very close to, Mark. We're, we're right there. But they're saying, we got to ban porn. And Dave is like, yeah, ban porn. Our thing should be ban the Ouija board. Like, that's yeah, way worse than thing. porn. Wait, and I yeah. think we can get it done. I, I think that's fair. And can it can we bring do attention that? To the, it, can bring the, it can still bring the conversation further on the porn, perhaps, too. Like, yeah. Well, that, okay, once, wait, wait. once we get them to ban the Ouija board, we're like, guess what? Porn's demonic, too. So while we're banning demonic stuff, but we start them off with the Ouija board, clearly we can all agree Demons come into portals in our reality. We, maybe not for kids at, at the very least. 18 or <laughs> over. Same Just age as a gun at least. Demons I mean, out in the for real starters. World. What is the age Look, on, the, on the Ouija board? It's, it's probably like three plus. It's fucking marketed to children. It's got to be like 12 and up Here, or, or something like that. Ouija board age. Let's see if I can. <laughs> it's like, can you yeah, read? Because, but that's the thing, right? Is like, which one is. You I don't could think you need argue. to be able to read. You need to be able to ask questions. 
Well, you need to be able to read whatever the yeah, fuck they're you saying. Can ask but, numerically. But, uh, well, imagine how frustrated the demon would be where he's like saying things back and he's like, this fucking kid can't read. Like, don't I'm worry, guys. To you uh, Vox is informing no demons will not possess you if you use a Ouija board. Oh, thank God. Oh, thanks, Vox. So, I guess cancel the. Let's just turn the show off. Ouija board party at my house later. It's like, let's guys, go. It's, it's so obvious that the Ouija board is way more. It's probably way more detrimental to our society. Like, we're, people are opening portals all yet. over the world. Then, I mean, look, Marshall Banana said 12 and up. 12 and up. That's still too young. I'll take that. That's still that's, too that's young. 100% too young. That's it. He said, I'll see, take one that. Of them, I'll, I'll, talk I'll about, definitely get on the campaign of anti-Ouija board. Florida schools before you could still, still before you can open the Ouija board. <laughs> this would be a very funny argument to have with libertarians. Like, after we get it banned, they're like, the oh age, of God. Con- age of consent? What are you talking? I mean, <laughs> I could see like libertarians actually trying demonic to- contact. <laughs> people would really are if you if we do that what we're, we're gonna do it and you're well, gonna see it there's gonna be real argument and they're like kind of closer in age no no yeah what if very destructive porn ouija boards very destructive one of them is definitively being marketed to 12 and up so today's episode is sponsored by fox and sons coffee and let me just tell you steven of fox and sons he is not just an advertiser he has been a supporter of this show from day one and frankly since before day one because he came over with me from the old lions and liberty days so true a fan of the show he started this company fox and sons out of his love for coffee and really out of wanting to further bond with his sons and spend time with him just like he shared time with his father drinking coffee uh, he also gets to teach his sons about entrepreneurship and business through this endeavor so i'm so happy to have steven and really his whole family the fox and the sons the whole gang as a supporters and sponsors of this show not only that his beans are so high quality fresh look i just got two new bags right here i got the mexican and my favorite, the Den Blend Dark. The beans are super high quality, fresh and sourced from small organic farms, fair trade. None of this GMO garbage. They're all small batch roasted. This is high quality stuff. Subscriptions are by far the best way to get your coffee. I have a couple subscriptions going, uh, but that is the way to go. You never run out that way. I never run out. I always have my supply of Fox and Sons. So I want you to head over to foxandsons.com. Put in your order today. They ship fast. They ship now through the end of February. Also, by the way, you're going to get free shipping on any order over $37.99. By the way, while you're there, use discount code MCS to get 18% off any order over $25. Stephen Fox is a great man, a great friend, great supporter of the show. I encourage you to check out his coffee over at foxandsons.com. The demon has a mentality. Let's go. What if he's got a mentality of a child and, and she has a mentality of an adult? What if, I mean, come on, the lines oh, are blurry what here. If the fucking, We're going to go the from demon state to state? Thaddeus Russell has entered the chat. Hold on. Can you put his comment up? Oh, no, it's not coming up. Oh, fourth ad. I like fourth that. Fourth ad took a beating. I should have, I should have called it someone else. Who's actually? Yeah. Let's tell you what, though. That, he picked a bad... I'm willing to it, die on that yeah. hill. He picked a bad segment to laugh, to laugh back at, the, at yeah. what the guest was saying, to giggle, to giggle hilariously. Why? Who's, that, who's Thaddeus Russell? Thaddeus, I told oh, you the right. story. It's, it's fun having someone that isn't doesn't know all our backstories and all the little, you know. You ever hear about the story about uh, Clint getting into the fight with uh, Fred Durst? That whole thing. <laughs> you didn't hear about um, this. This is yeah, where that water just drunk, now. Just though. thinking about how hilarious that was. <laughs> I think I was drunk, but I do remember something about Fred. Durst. That literally happened. Clint. That happened yeah, because of Durst Thaddeus was like, Russell. I don't know who this guy is, but it's I've not me. In my life, maybe is real Fred Durst, Durst arguing with someone who called Clint Fred Durst. <laughs> yeah. So Clint interviewed Thaddeus Russell and Eliza Blue. That was it. 
And Clint just said, mm hmm, mm hmm. And they both argued about age of consent. And Clint was like, mm hmm, mm hmm. But he nodded at the wrong point. Two years later. Look at, look at him agreeing with this. Yeah, look at look at this fucking bold. This somebody called he him. Was look doing at this what every host does when they're just trying to like get through it. Like, uh huh. Uh -huh yeah, yeah, uh huh. Mm hmm. Well, okay. Keep going. Like, and and this fucking end this, please. Like, yeah, wait, two years wait, later. Much on. more much more interesting to me is what the fuck was the age of consent argument? Who was arguing for oh, the low end and what was the low end? Point. I think uh, Thaddeus Russell's arguing for the low end. Numbers. I think they were more arguing. It's like they were arguing. <laughs> they were arguing numbers. No, they were more arguing like a. Um, oh, the it's community. a spiritual thing. Dumb, dumb libertarian <laughs> arguments. Like, well, the community is better fit to decide the age based on that community. So if the community thinks the twelve-year-old can marry the forty, they didn't say these numbers again, but uh, then it's okay if it, basically it was the. They never said any numbers. They were very careful no, not they, to say numbers. No like, numbers were explicitly. Named. You can't have a debate without fucking tossing some numbers around. Around, guys what the fuck is that nothing about nothing was tossed around. it was it was this is libertarian theory 101 theory, and i exactly right. i've listened to hours and hours of it and the thing is if you don't know that it's theory like if you don't There's know the podcast that, material galore a decade yeah what does this say. fucking mean i don't understand i've never heard of like uh, uh republican theory like what the fuck there is, is libertarian theory what, that's libertarian what theory, what the fuck is theory it's autism and then it's just it's just arguing, really. It's autism and Jewishness and arguing all day long about and meandering. It's it's, it's taking oh, old God. Jewish grandma, a little bit of Nephilim long? shit and autism and mix them all in a pot and then spit out a political philosophy. Then yeah, oh, that sounds like a nightmare. It's it is. A, <laughs> I've listened to hours of this stuff, dude, and it's fascinating at some point. But then at some point, you're Try like, I gotta decades, put this away, invested in something that's never going to win all this time invested in something that's yeah, like horrible. never gonna they're never gonna win it's incredible yeah. i'm even alive or that i have any will <laughs> like i mean for it's how long i spent i mean I, I was in the mix well i don't know at least a decade if you only count my podcasting life but i was a lulbert before the reason i started a podcast is because i was that had gone that much off the, the reservation what was your dumbest lulbert stance Ooh, at your highest Oh man, I don't know. I have to really think. Probably open borders. Yeah. Oh, probably because yeah. I was pretty hardcore. Wait, wait. What it. is it? Lobert? Is that a fucking Lauren? Lol. Fun. Like, this is like a one hundred and one. I know. This is great. This every it's time like I get a libertarian, you, know, you guys are just making L up words. You know, lol. Laugh out loud. It's like combining that with libertarian. It's, it's actually a term mostly libertarians. I found using against other libertarians <laughs> as they as we went through the portal. We were you know, like firing that word back at people. Like, oh, look at that Lobert. Email. That was me like 10 seconds earlier. You know, it's crazy to think as we left that portal, the Q people were in a portal next to us, but slightly <laughs> to the right, like a wrong one. And they're like, and some of them trying to climb into ours. We're like, oh, I don't know. Man. Come <laughs> no coming back now. <laughs> so, oh, man. So that's it. actually a really good uh, kind of segue, not a strong segue, because I don't fucking care where we go. But uh, <laughs> this uh, this whole thing, is this Miami thing? Like, is it a cover up for this lackluster Epstein list that's been dropped? Huh. Yeah, Wasn't um, there some weird thing in Miami like a year, year and a half ago where some building like came down or something yeah. like that? And Did it have to do with uh, some people were saying it's something to do with John McAfee? I don't know yes. if that's true, but you know, these are just things I saw. Whoa, on the was internet. that John McAfee's dead man switch? It was his building. It was something that like fell. that, right? Yeah, that would be a, that would be a hell of a dead man switch instead of just a pass code or something. He he has a building explode when he dies. Fuck yeah! Dude. What if that's he has really a, what if his dead man switch? What if his dead man switch was a building portal, that exploded that opened up a portal a year later? <laughs> <laughs> that's a fucking dead man like, switch. You want to that's fuck a, with me? Dude, that's All the kind right. of shit John McAfee would be doing. Release, he did say he was going to release some shit. So maybe literally, literally like the hell on earth. shit on through a hammock. Oh, wow. 
Did so you, yeah, you, we you figured it out, right? That he used to get pooped on through a hammock. Did he? Wait, what? Yeah, you guys didn't know this? Okay, so John McAfee uh, had a thing where he was, and I think he was open about it, like he would joke about it, but um, he would have uh, like Taiwanese hookers uh, shit on him through a hammock, through a, um, uh, <laughs> I don't believe you, uh, through a, <laughs> like a, a net hammock, not like a solid hammock, obviously, right? Because you're just going to shit in the hammock, but it's got to be one made of net. He would lay underneath it and, and women would shit. And then he kind of got in trouble for it. But when they interviewed the women, they were like, you know, he just wanted me to poop on him. Like he never did anything else. He never did anything to us. He never even pooped on us. That is, he would just get shit shit on by these Thai women. So I don't know if I'm like, do I appreciate that? Yeah, dude. I don't know if I like that energy. I think I do like that energy where it's like, I've got, because of my security company, I've got a bunch of people by the balls and I'm kind of this wild man, but also like shit on me through a hammock. That's, I kind of, I really, I think I enjoy that. I do. I wouldn't personally. It shows, it shows a level of humility. And you know what? I never thought about his uh, security company being like a, maybe possibly a leverage, a leveraging point uh, against these people that know stuff. And that is probably why he was, I never understood why he was so wild. He'd just be doing like eight bowls of cocaine running, running for president. Some, he said he knew some shit. Basically when I talked to him, he said he has access to all sorts of these things in the dark way. I mean, he's being kind of vague about it. So I don't know, but he came oh, across you got to like, talk to if I'm ever fucked with, I know some shit about some shit. Did he mm. tell you about the hammocks? <laughs> if I had known about the hammocks, I would have definitely asked him about it. He would have answered. You yeah, too. that's that's uh, yeah. He seemed like it was my understanding. He, he was have. like, yeah, fucking get shit on through a hammock. He seemed like a solid dude. That was just my my. Honestly, uh, I wavered back and forth between. I guess both could be true because he seemed like a solid dude to me, and I really liked him and enjoyed his presence uh, in podcasts. And I met him once in person, but also the other part of me was like, but he might, he actually could be a killer. I could see that. I could see that. <laughs> like, I wouldn't be like, if I found out the killer stuff was true, I wouldn't be like, no, I would be like, ah, oh, well, I could see that. Yeah. But so what though? I mean, yeah, I- I'm not, look, <laughs> yeah, sometimes you got an awesome so- neighbor. I feel like <laughs> if you hung out with him enough, he'd just tell you that he'd be like, yeah, I fucking that, killed I, him. I am positive. Yeah. Yeah. Enough cocaine. <laughs> he's telling you. He made oh, fun of man. me for getting shit on through a hammock, and I said it wasn't funny. And he said yes, it was, and I killed the man. I'm trying to I'm, like, what kind of how how big were the nets? Was it like thin because it would be like a it's just like dripping a, through? Well, or these are, are getting, like like cut it in. These half? are Taiwanese women, and Taiwanese women, I don't imagine they're shapes? not dropping logs. Are there animal shapes that it falls through, and then it comes. Out I don't like know if he had a preference. If it was like I like them fast and loose, or if I like like a like a heavy thud. Uh, you know, when it hits me, but I just know that he was cool about it and it wasn't something that he was like trying to hide. He's like, yeah, when you're a fucking millionaire and you're a wild man who does eight balls and, and you know, whatever it kills his neighbor, uh, sometimes you got to get shit on to decompress a little bit. It's probably really hard being John McAfee, honestly, high level stress into, occupation. Still alive. I can tell, you can tell that he never I did anything. He, yeah. I want him to be alive. He never did anything with those uh, those Taiwanese hookers. Like, just let them shit him because his wife yeah. is a black lady. Like, that's when you think about preference, you can't get any different. Like, she's like a big black lady, and these are tiny Taiwanese yeah. hookers. So it's like, yeah, he was like, no, nah, I was never doing anything with them. I just wanted them. I wanted them to shit on me. It's completely. I wonder plausible. if the Taiwanese hookers was actually a functional thing. Like, there was a reason he didn't have big black women shit on him, and that's probably there's oh, there's I a mean, difference yeah. there. If We're talking going, about yeah, a difference. I mean, and then we're getting little tiny Taiwanese hookers and they're it's like rabbit shit. Probably- if I were to be yeah. shit on, I think tiny Taiwanese hooker would be the, the, the choice, you know, if I were going to get shit so, on yeah. anyway. In hindsight, I mean, it sounds I mean, actually kind of pleasant. 
like the rabbit bloop, is the, the sound that makes bloop. Look, <laughs> <laughs> out of all the races, right? I mean, number one, you're going to want a woman to do it. I, I'm not going to let a man shit on me. Uh, and number two, yeah, they, they do have to be tiny in stature. So outside yeah. of a midget, which is probably insensitive, I would say it's probably like the wrong kind of tiny, though. You know, that's like gross yeah. tiny. It's not like cute tiny. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Uh, and I don't We're think he's got tiny guy, poops here. All right. Did you see the headline today from a uh, fucking the guys that just hosted the debate? Uh, zero, zero hedge. Yeah. They were like, uh, Epstein, Epstein is now reported to have videotapes of Bill Clinton, uh, Prince Harry and some other fucking guy having all the sex. Fucking and we're people like, you already knew. Yeah. I was like, yeah, 2019. We knew that, but now they're just telling you that he does. So it's like, What's going to happen like this with the aliens too, right? Everybody kind of knew, but now they're just telling you and then, yes. and then they're showing you like why, and are we going to see Bill Clinton pounding a three-year-old? Do we want to see that? I feel like we're going to have to see that. Someone's going to, it's, it's going to be out there and it's going to be bad. Republicans are going to be retweeting do you, do you this like think crazy. That all this Epstein stuff is actually going to lead to like another stage of the political show in the sense where they actually do the takedown, they actually do like take down Bill Clinton, take down these like people that we've all called, you know, that we've all presumed or known were doing horrible things behind closed doors for all these years. Is there a reason we, these are the names we think of and that when they get taken down, we all get to high five and, you know, think we, we beat all the bad guys. But meanwhile, the Nephilim are, are just riding in with their guy to take over the whole thing. And Donnie and Darkin would say, yes, their kind of guy. Donnie Darkin. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and I, yes. I had some words with Donnie Darkin. I, you know what? I'm ready to let it go. He, he told me that my language was too foul. And I was like, listen, this is what I do over here, but whatever. But he does use brown hand emojis, and they're very dark brown. And that's confusing. I don't know where we stand now because I, I every <laughs> once in a while, I just DM him and I drop the N bomb on him. And I'm like, waiting for like this moment where it's like, high five, dude. And he fucking never does it. And I'm like, is it the brown hands? Your hands are really brown. Huh? Maybe he's not into it. He might not be into it, but I think it is high hookers. We're <laughs> all right. So Whoa. based off of what top <laughs> just said, right? This idea that like, Hey, what you thought about Prince Andrew and fucking Bill Clinton, you were right. And what you thought about the aliens, you were right. Right. So I think, um, there, I've had enough vindication because I was so right. I had vindication in my own household when it came to my wife and when the whole fucking, you know, uh, 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 flu popped off and then we had to all get fucking jabs or whatever. I was on the right side of fucking everything, every step of the way. And and I was scared because, you know, you have a a wife and a child and you want to make the right decisions, especially medically. And, but as a conspiracy theorist, I'm like, no, we're not fucking going anywhere near this. I don't believe any of it. It is tough to make family decisions on this side of thing, because there's always that part of you. That's like, what if the mainstream bad thing happens or something like what if somebody actually gets super sick or something? And you're like, I, right here I am thinking I know everything like the libertarian. And then I'm like, now it's something. And now it's my, I I will say though, Mark, thank God for libertarianism, because I was in that sphere two years before COVID I was fairly new into it. And I, I don't know if I would have questioned the way I, I don't know if I'd be here right now, if I didn't take that little journey into that, you know, it's definitely a portal portal. worth going through, you know, just don't live in it, you know, like you want to visit. 
It's Ancapistan. You visit, you don't yeah. stay. You're like, oh, okay, there's some yeah. interesting stuff here, but you don't want to really live here. And then you, yeah, you vacation that. there, and, and he it, just described New Hampshire. Enriched. It's <laughs> exactly. New Hampshire. Is, you visit like wonderful mountains, like, oh, but then you nice. see the Free State like, Project, you're like, yeah. Then you're like, oh, who's in charge? Like, oh, these nobody's. In, they're like, first of all, they're like, no one's in charge, bro. We're like, oh, okay, okay, this again. But like, who's really in charge though? And they're like that lady with uh, green hair. Actually, it's a guy. That's the sheriff. Like, Gotta uh, go. <laughs> okay. Uh, Actually, yeah, they're in jail. Back to Florida. It's a little hot, but I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, these people are wild, David. You don't even know. Like, like th- this is an actual story. They're like, who is that guy? Like, actually, that's a girl. And it's like. Actually, that's a sheriff. That's actually and a real like, thing. That's yeah. It's like, actually, she's arrested. <laughs> she's arrested for embezzling billions of dollars in Bitcoin. You're like, is this real? And they're like, they just arrest her right there. You're like, what the fuck is going on in this place? It's wild. That's incredible. That's incredible. That's I feel like answer. that should be a scene from a fucking movie. Uh, but you know, so we have all this vindication on on that front, right? And then you move forward, and it's like I'm immersed in all this QAnon Epstein shit. And then all of this, and that I'm, I'm told that that's total bullshit. Now, fast forward in time, here we are, we're in the middle of it, the thick of it. And like all the, the usual suspects, the main suspects, they're all the ones that are actually wrapped up in this shit. So keep that trend going. Where does this all go? I think what Mark touched on there is like, in my mind, uh, actually the more likely outcome by this point, which is, uh, that entire community of people, QAnon folks get vindicated in a way that is fucking disturbing. And I think that also includes vindication of Trump on a huge level, who right now is in the middle of all this wrongful persecution that even a dummy can say, you know, there's like really staunch never Trumpers. But for the most part, removing this fucking front runner off the ballot is raising a lot of alarms and even the most like hesitant or resistant starts winning caucuses and they're still trying to like take him off everything. But there's going to be a point where it, it. I mean, we're, maybe we're already at that point where it just becomes, it's just too ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, and, wait till they start arresting his opposition for uh, Russian collusion, for fucking, uh, all the, they're all wrapped up in the Epstein client list. And this dude is just fucking high-fiving and blasting off to outer space. He's going to have this, I've been telling my wife for about a year and a half, we're going to watch Trump make the most ridiculous comeback anybody's I ever made. I am because, so excited to see it. Like, well, what does what what Elon say? Elon says the most entertaining outcome is the most likely outcome. This is, yeah. a, this is a Hollywood movie. Well, and what, what do people yeah. love more than anything? Uh, and, they love a redemption story, and they love when a, when a villain turns hero. And we actually yeah. needed these, we needed the Joe Biden era and the, the in pro wrestling terms, the, the screw job, like the, our version of the Montreal screw job, so to speak, to make, the Oh story, my God, to make the story so even better. Bad, you know, say it like that, Mark. Fuck man. Damn. That's, it's exactly what that was. But you know oh, yeah. what this is going to oh, be yeah. though? The thing that gets me most afraid is that people are going to buy him hook, yeah. line, and sinker. And I'm a dude that like, I yeah, enjoy his rhetoric. I, me, you know, like, like, it's right. like, I, 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 but I have to pump the brakes. He's so good at it that like, even knowing like, oh, this is probably all an op. You're like, put a damn good one. And guys, know. I'm going to be completely he's honest with you. A fucking time traveler. <laughs> Bookmark this right here. I'm going to be so on top of this because I know, listen, I know it's all bullshit, but it's so much fun. It's a great story. Like, we don't get to we don't get to really take off our uh, our red pill hats and enjoy like like how we be like a I was watching Republican MAGA guy for a minute or something. Think about old wrestling, Mark. That life. Old wrestling people in the stands. I was I was watching and uh, like this old old one. I forget Shawn Michaels. It was on the, the WWE Network, and he's telling this guy he has a hot dog and he's going like this, wah, wah. Yeah. and the guy in the stands is fucking screaming at so him. So angry. He's 
furious. And I'm like, this is like, this is the time when America was great, where you could completely buy into, I'm going to a wrestling show and I'm going to fucking get mad. That guy knows Shawn Michaels isn't really that, that guy, but he's, He's left his he's left that at the door because he's there to be immersed in that experience and he's gonna. That's me all year, all year this year, baby. That's a scary mechanism. I'm not look as much as I like that. I'm not a fan of that mechanism. I'm not a (laughs) fan of that. Like, stop being me and start fucking believing in kayfabe like what well, i tell you whenever i go to, i went to a really believe it is the point you know it's, no you don't the, well some people do well some yeah. people do some people get lost in that shit and then that's the next politics. thing you know it's that's like, when the some people believe it are the people that be- believe all the political shit here seeing see i got an example for you no wait up david you were at my house and i was telling you and your wife and like i'm telling you what you should do like i'm like your fucking you know your, your uncle or something but i was like what you should do is go to an, a music event, go to somewhere that's weird that will make you uncomfortable yeah. and just turn it off for like a little bit and just see Ooh. what happens. Just study people. It's so much fun, man. It's like, cause all the rest of the time we're, we're, we're like operating with this like lens. Like, is this a psyop? Is this fucking, is this a guy? Is this a girl? Am I the psyop? <laughs> is this faking gay? <laughs> Yo, take it off is for it a sec. Well, yeah, look, look, take it out. off. Here's a good do example. There's, there's, there's two types of women um, I've noticed when it comes to reality television. Uh, camp A and Camp B. Camp A is the type that watches it, but like my wife, for example, she'll watch like reality television. And then I can go, you know, this is fake, right? And then she'll turn to me and we'll have a laugh and we'll make fun of the people that are on the television, right? And then there's another school. There's Camp B. And Camp B will fall in love with the illusion of reality television to the extent that they will start to um, expect their own life to mirror it and when it doesn't, they will become angry and bitter and start to fuck up their own life because it's not happening in the way. For example, like I've known so many women that had no business being this way, but it would invite you over to a place. And then when it wasn't fucking lit enough, when nobody was drinking enough, when nobody was like partying enough because it wasn't mirroring, you know, the fucking bad housewives of some fucking distant land, then they would all of a sudden get too drunk and start to argue with their husband in front of us. And then they would start to ruin their entire lives. And I've known a lot of people like that. So I think that that extends to dudes too, where it's like the same way I asked that question to Buck Johnson, if you bury your face in politics, is it actually a defense mechanism? Meaning like, are you just too afraid to stop looking at something that's manageable and start looking at something that's big picture? And the people that are really close and really zoomed in on it, they believe the fucking kayfabe and, and that they actually build their life around it. So like we're joking around. Sure. We could watch it and not believe it. And we could have fun and suspend disbelief just for like, it's like watching. I'm not joking around, David. I'm buying a MAGA hat. Like I'm fucking, I'm in it, man. I'm, I'm fucking in it to win. He's probably the antichrist, but I am so excited. I'm terrified of this year, but I'm excited because it's just, what are you going to do? Am I, I'm going to run for president for the Libertarian Party or something? What am I going to do? I have to laugh Isn't the whole way. Isn't that what way. Toad's doing? That's I don't what know Toad's what doing. the hell is going to happen this year, but I'm just so glad that I'm not going to be in Los Angeles when it happens. <laughs> That's all Oh, yeah. Right. yeah That's you're in the I right know. place. I'm in a better place than I would be otherwise. Are you in the right place, though? Because I don't know the right place. Should... I just think I'm in a better place. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we're true. at the front lines, right? Nephilim right, are showing well, yeah, up I mean, in Miami. Apparently, we are in the right place, actually, for the real for the real battle. 
I look, I want it that way. I don't want to live in a place that's far away and is affected last. I'd rather be on the front lines. Put me right where it's going to happen and let's handle it. I want to interview. If there are real people out there, I'm sure you guys also will take them. Anybody, any of us, if there are real human beings in that were in Miami that saw some shit, I want to know, but there's probably, but even just uh, saying that true, yeah. like 40 guys are making up stories right now. You know, I was actually messaging someone and uh, I was, if he would have said he could come on today, I would have had him on with you us. This guy named right now. Ryan, if I'm, I'm checking my DMs, if he says he could do it, I literally would just throw him in and be like, "What the fuck did you see?" Oh, was that balcony boy? He answered me back. Yeah, well, let me. Reminds me of Bubble Boy from Seinfeld. He yeah, lives on a balcony, balcony. He was the only place that's safe. Let me see. I'm He's just going to go ahead and read his. It. He said, "Hey man, I'd be I'd be up for it. Uh, how long do you think I'd be on for?" No, he said, "I'd maybe be up for it. How long do you think I'd be on for?" I was like, listen, Send however the long link. you want. Be like, come on, right fucking now, dude. <laughs> we need to know what you saw. Yeah, I, I want to talk to him. I want to know. What the fuck? What did you, what did you see? Tell me. Because I, have, well, I haven't I seen really any idea. interviews. Do real journalism? I know. This is, this We're is bad. We're fucking journalists, dude. Let's, let's hop in the cars right now. Let's go to Miami. We'll go sleep at Clint's house with the blood pillows and no cups. We'll bring our own cups this time. And we'll have do you heard about this? Work. You heard about Clint's house? <laughs> Holy shit. The blood no. pillows? No, I don't know about those. It was the most bizarre. Like I should. It was like we walked into a mansion that was like it was like the most beautiful apartment building, and then everything is just downhill from there. It was just very, very bizarre. Very bizarre place. (laughs) It's like exactly what you imagine. It's like if a bachelor just happened to have a a really nice place, but then was taken care of like a bachelor. Literally, which it is. So yeah, that makes sense. He had a blood pillow on his sofa. Which is, you guys saw this room I'm in right now. You might think I'm in, dude. It's it's everything you can't see is a disaster. It's disaster until this part is the only part that's like has any kind of or. There's fucking blankets, boxes, fucking shit. Every my wife hates this room. She's like, how can you even work in there? I'm like, because I just I go right here. (laughs) That is all that exists. I'm in an alleyway behind a public school, actually. (laughs) (laughs) And they have been asking questions. (laughs) <laughs> they have every time they do i go what's all this nephilim shit <laughs> this guy just did a podcast about the age of consent behind the school <laughs> <laughs> but what was the age where was the bargain i don't understand i'm waiting to yeah, hear the I'm, line i don't know man i think that we're you know, all right so let's let's you know what would be a fun podcast by the way uh, like what's uh, it'd that? be fun like it would be like David learned libertarianism. It would be like, we like, we find like some libertarian debate, some Dave Smith debate, and we watch it with David and like a live commentary, exp- like pause it, explain some things to him. Like, here's why they're saying this dumb thing. Here's who yeah. the stupid scholar they reference is. I swear, is. midway into You got to like, understand, uh, David, this guy care. was, this guy, this guy was, he was the chair of the party and he asked for $70 an hour. It's bizarre. So now they have to debate in New York City in front of 500 people. And you're like, oh, okay. I guess I'll sit down and watch this. Like, I the fuck I, you- I tried, actually man. a summary of what happened. <laughs> when Trump, when Trump first got so into, gay. into president, everybody kind of became like a pseudo, you know, uh, political, you know, character. Right? It was like, all right. For example, I never voted. I never voted my whole life. And what I would do instead of voting is, you know, because when I was 18, I think is when Obama got in office. Right. So ever since 18. And then every, you know, ensuing four years, I would go on Facebook and I would say, I didn't vote. And it would just stir people up. They go, why didn't you vote? How dare you? This is America. We have the right to do it. And that's a beautiful thing. And I would say, because I'm too fucking stupid and I don't understand it. And that would just shut the whole conversation down. Whereas other people would try to like, you know, legitimize their way through it. But I would watch people vote on a regular basis that I personally knew were retarded. And I'm going, that's not good. That can't be good. You can't be 
I know you. You're 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 not smart. So when Trump not got just office, do those people was, vote, David. They vote enthusiastically. They vote which so is hard. yes, yes. <laughs> they vote so hard. <laughs> they vote so hard, and then they post yeah. about it. They're like, I got well, I fucking voted, and I'm like, I don't understand any of the issues. I really <laughs> the sim- I just don't. They press the screen. <laughs> and then every time I thought I understood the issues. I learned all I was learning was that I, I, I knew less than I thought that I knew. That's all. That's all that kept happening. It was like every time I would delve into an issue, I'd be like, oh, this is actually. So now you'll understand. Than I Libertarians thought. are the ones that know the least of all those people. That's, <laughs> that, that's, that is that's a horrifying they, group. But the they crazy think thing is, they know the most. They know they do know technically about every issue, but they're just completely lost on where to attack them. They can describe it to you. They can name the bill. But just no clue from there. And then they debate and argue about how they feel. So at least you didn't even you didn't even look at what it is. They're looking at it so hard and just can't. And they can tell you how well in a libertarian society it would work. And then they'll tell you how about all this thing in these perfect conditions that will never exist in society. <clears throat> every thousands of hours every time of your life. Mark, I would look at something, it would be so like, What about this issue? And I'd be like, How does this how does the spiritual realm and 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 Satan plug into this issue? And it didn't, they it would be doesn't, like, it doesn't. That's it's why we real. had to jump through the portal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, there you go. Libertarianism is if you can plug in God into libertarianism, it wouldn't be libertarianism, but it would definitely help the people there a lot because the, you have to have some kind of morality and. At, at its heart, I think anarchism or libertarianism kind of doesn't have that, this morality. That's why of, you get the same people that maybe in this, that's why you line up in the same party where, there, where you might have people that are sort of right wing of view or sense, like more of the way we see things. And, but they have the libertarian label, the libertarian ethic, uh, cause they believe in the free markets and all that stuff and defend free speech and everything. But then they're in the same party fighting for the same stuff in theory as people that promote sex work, not just think it should be legal. That's its own little conversation, but promote, I mean, actively promote and say it's the best thing. And there run was for a office tent. saying that they're sex workers. I mean, that there was that's a tent at, at pork fest that was giving hand jobs. It was a hand job tent. What? It's a sex what worker tent. About? I'm just telling you, you know about this tent, right? Yeah, and they char- they overcharged, but you know, <laughs> because I'm a podcaster, a I did job? have to find out. No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm out here supporting were, small that businesses. That is a real thing though. Yeah, it's. I, I just remember before when you said that, like in Super Mario, you could do these portals. You go into a pipe, and it's a portal. And remember how you can go like certain pipes, and they would have you world jump. I world jumped like at yes. sixteen. Yeah, you, you I like ba- I bypassed stage. everything. Yeah, and so now when everybody's coming through the portals where there's Nephilim, I'm like, welcome guys, welcome. And then hopefully we could all go through the next one together. Everybody right grab now, a sword. Yeah, you Stop. went through like you jump from level two to six, and everyone's talking about, oh dude, level four was crazy in the water world with those fish. You're like, what? I didn't. There were fish. I've been embarrassed. I'm like, I don't swim? understand it. I don't know what don't... the fish mean. I don't know what they mean. I don't understand you went it in at fucking all. Dungeon this whole time. world. What are you talking about? I fucking tried so hard, dude. I tried to understand politics, and I was like, either this is purposely convoluted, or I'm an idiot, and I just can't understand I it. I feel like I can understand a lot of things. Yeah, I think it's say. fucking a mixture of that. I definitely is be. because when you talk politics to me, I want to die inside. I want to die. That's I don't even. Right, I can't I even. That's the right. That's how you should feel, and that's why so many libertarians are dead inside. I love this. Listen, <laughs> every time we have a libertarian guest on, I'm talking to you about libertarianism, but I'm looking only at David's screen, and I'm watching him go like this. You know that face? Don't like that. He's talking to Dave Smith, and Dave Smith's face is like he's looking at the ground. That's I have that face, or at least that on the, the inside. You know, the, <laughs> I, was I was like, I was like, oh, oh what a funny uh, joke! I don't understand that. And then it's like, no, that was not a joke. That was a real event. What the fuck, dude? You went to at a commune. Yeah. You that went to like a, a commune. 
it's not a joke. It's like I, at the end of it, I guess what we're talking about is we're reminiscing, but it is, it is all a joke in the very end. Yeah. It's kind of sad. This is, this is what you David looks like. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Look at his face. Zoom in on that. his face. Oh my god. Oh my ribs are cramping. Oh yeah. That or that old guy that like does the smile the whole time probably too. So New Hampshire. Let me tell you, New Hampshire's the best because we have rows and rows. Oh, get me out of here. I want to go to like I'd much sooner if you said go to a libertarian conference which i'm going to one now i guess uh or have you heard of this you heard about this mark which one the lp the georgia one yeah i've, I've heard yeah. i heard of it i saw it on twitter the other day by that if that's what you mean by heard of it yeah. huge mistake huge mistake they've they've paid tower gang to go there and uh, getting, you guys are getting paid we're getting paid it's, it's <laughs> you guys will be in a presidential paid. debate it's like never fucking Wait, but there's, no. a, there's some other convention that wanted to charge josh smith to go meanwhile another one is paying you guys to go they wanted to charge josh smith yeah. to go Are you, he's running for president that's fucking wild I know. not to you go should but just to be on this hit panel up josh they wanted smith to charge him to be like, on the panel I'm like he's you should already hit him up to be like i'm getting paid to go and meanwhile tower gang is getting paid. <laughs> anyway it's funny, so go on. i'm making the josh with me he's like you guys been getting paid that's so fucking funny man they paid oh, us well, to go what? to this shit imagine if josh paid to to debate so it's going to be the <laughs> debate you're, and you were on there getting paid on the same debate <laughs> oh, oh my god i hope so. Like, oh, Just, well, so that since i paid five grand, right? right? paid to be here yeah we got paid you got his five grand to be there. <laughs> you know why yeah, i'm they, there I, i'm I'm going because by the end of the night, once everybody gets drunk and the sun goes down and all the libertarian yeah, conversation is done out. being had, they're all going to come over and be like, so, so what about this? I'm going to be like, gather around children. And I'm going to tell them all about the hat. going to start a fire <laughs> right in the VFW <laughs> <laughs> with fucking some Flint, but isn't, isn't uh toad. He's debating there, right? This is what's happening. He's so that's what's happening. He's debating as president uh, or as a presidential like candidate as against our gang. No, like, no, he, I, I don't, we would love for him to, so we, we <laughs> workshop the idea of like, so Clint is going to be moderating and, uh, Binkley is going to be the other moderator wow. and I could totally get the questions from them and we could write the answers for Toad and make I him think say, we're openly discussing that, a debate rigging right now. Uh, is it so what? Who gives a fuck? I just, I it's, that's fuck. the most libertarian thing you can do. Win. The libertarian's not going <laughs> to, no, I no. see JC said that Josh was charged like 5k. Yeah, that's what, I think it was a California thing because there's there was some yeah that's what he said it's like a California RF, it was like a presidential panel but also included like RFK or something I don't know and he charged five five thousand well, he didn't say it he's not going but they wanted to yeah that's why he said he's not that's going. so yeah, stupid that's fucking, whatever that's crazy Josh is my favorite thing in the Libertarian Party I'm going to say that right now and uh, he can yeah. clip that and share that around for, it's hard seeing him there still it's hard seeing it's him a little in hard there. yeah it's like he's stuck on the other side of the portal and you're like come on. There's Nephilim but to he's like, here, man. Come on. He's like, I got some more business to tie up here, bro. He's like, he'll be there, but he's got, he's got something to do. And I don't I gotta, know why the fuck he's doing it. I got to like chop a few libertarian heads off before I go, but I think he's going <laughs> to think he'll join us. I put him on my list. I don't know. Uh, that are going to join us on the other side. I don't world. know him, but he has been in the comment section lately, being a good sport, <laughs> talking right about Nephilim shit. <laughs> he's talking about Nephilim. And I'm like, I don't know what this guy's about, but he's about Nephilim. So that's what's Josh up. Smith. Is the guy that basically gave he should be the, the Nephilim mind. candidate, not not for Nephilim, but like the one that's going to bring the issue of the Nephilim to the forefront. Oh fuck Dude. yeah! And I guess Toad should come then with the that. endorsements. Come in. Yeah, J- Josh is the guy Excuse that gave me, me. What are you going to do about the Nephilim? <laughs> he gave me the break 
Honestly, we could have. Uh, I'm gonna have Clint ask that question at the. Oh, actually, the first time I heard of you was when Josh said, "I got this guy Top Lobster doing my." I'm like, "What kind of name is that?" Whatever. I'm like, oh. "He's been letting me do his art for like like a couple like he just let me do art for him, and that's how like I grew my reputation with the T-shirt and all this shit. And then now I'm not sure what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, it was old Josh Smith. Before that, I was some like fucking faceless, nameless guy that was saying taxation and stuff. So shout out to Josh Smith. Join us over here, brother. It's the, the pool is warm. Filled with nephilim blood. If we can somehow, if you could use that that lobster influence of yours to get somebody on a political page or stage, rather talking about the nephilim, I bet we that would be like. I'm almost positive we could. That would be fucking incredible. And I I wonder what the audience, how the audience would they are they primed enough? Would the audience go yeah, or would they go what the fuck is going on? Those those beautiful portal yet. If he see, so he taped commercials, um, and they were like really well done. But he was talking about issues like listen, school choice. We need to have more of it. Like, like, no, it should have been a serious idi- a video edited by Dan Smots with like those beautiful cuts. And he's just talking about Nephilim the entire time. And at the end, he's like, Josh Smith for president. When I'm That's president, it. Ouija boards banned. We're going to burn it all. <laughs> yeah, dude. Enough hashtag Nephilim shit. Dude, that would fucking crush because I think people have just had enough. They've had enough of aliens coming through portals They've in fucking Miami. They've had enough of, of, of giant Nephilim drag queens inverting your children's penises because that's what they do. The fallen, they invert God's creation. That's what they want to do is they want to destroy the thing that God made in his image. We've been subjected to Nephilim shit for so long. We need a fucking candidate who's going to get up there I, and with a broadsword the whole time as they talk. I like at we the are mic, rewriting his campaign sword. for him right now. Josh, Fuck you need to yes, take this, dude. this live You're advice. on the wrong platform. You need to be on this nef- anti-Nephilim platform. I think Nephilim Dev Squad should host its own presidential candidate debate only with candidates that are willing to address the Nephilim issue. And dude, I think exclusively that I really think that no other issues. I think that I can get either Brad Binkley or, um, or Clint to literally say, listen, it's the year 2024 of our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ. What is your stance on the Nephilim? And just have Mike Termat and whoever the fuck else is running seriously explain this and talk about it because they probably have heard economically it. speaking nephilim shit is actually i have a whole book uh, in the other room i've, I've yet to read it because i'm retarded but i know it's dr laura sanger and how mm. the uh roots of the federal reserve connect to the nephilim that's, because that's it's a how perpetual we do the debt slavery totally. system Yes. Her work is the bridge. That's the economic end. Exactly, because libertarians hate the Federal Reserve, so if we can show them that it's the Nephilim that are responsible. Uh, I mean, what? that is really the, the bridge. That is the bridge to the libertarians. That's the way to get them through the portal. I got to interview her. She's on my, oh been my, on my list for a while. That's what yeah. we're going to do, dude. We're going to use that to tie in the economics of it. The cultural aspect, that's real easy, right? Because the Nephilim are turning everybody gay, and we don't like that. And so, boom. And then, uh, yeah, from the from the, the security standpoint, the national security standpoint, who, who's going to close these fucking portals? What are we going to do about these portals? We need to right. assemble a team. Forget about the borders. We need to close it. We need to build a wall in front of these portals. It's going to be a great There's wall. No- <laughs> Huge wall. going to block the portals. Beautiful dogs. <laughs> and then people are going to be like, Trump's a racist. There's only certain kinds of de- of demons he doesn't want coming through the portal, if you know what we mean. Wow. He's not, he's not closing those racism. portals for everybody. I don't this see actually, the portals near racism. Canada. You know what's funny? They, uh, there's, there's been reports, multiple reports of in the DMT realm when uh, black people go through, they see the machine elves and the machine elves will peer over their shoulder and they go, niggers back. 
<laughs> just yes, be completely dude, racist. That's at so them. funny. Oh my god, we were supposed to talk about that. I forgot all about that. That and the fucking Gary the Numbers guy thing. We were supposed to talk about that, but I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that's fuck I mean, guy. if they're there to fuck gonna... with you a little a bit, then yeah, it makes sense that they would use the thing that would you know most like piss you off and be like, "What the fuck?" It's hilarious, what dude. Fuck did you say? I love that. I love that. I like to believe that, like, that they're just racist. I think that they actually yeah. are racist, which, which <laughs> then makes me say, like, are they cool? <laughs> like, should I be opposing they, them? Have we had this whole based? thing wrong? All time? <laughs> have either of you done DMT while we're on the subject? No, I have not. I've done a, a lot of mushrooms, uh, but recommend? never DMT. I mean, I, I'm not saying I don't recommend, I don't recommend where you, I don't think you need, either of you need it now is what is, I guess my point. Would you, did you commune with entities in a, in a very like a uh, kind of classic fashion? I don't think that I went one what describe? they would call, I don't think I went what they would call all the way through, uh, which is like when you go through all like sort of fully leave your, so body. you only heard it muffled. Like when you showed up, they were like, no, I did feel, I actually, I mean, I got something really positive about it, but I really did feel it was more real. It's what made me convinced that there was a spirit world in the first place. And that any inklings of like atheism or materialism just fucking withered the fuck away. I mean, just, just gone. So I think it did that for me. Um, I, I wouldn't say it's a, it's a smart thing to do, but I, I was fine. But I mean, I could see how I could have not, I could see how you could not be fine coming out of that, to be honest. Cause it's, you know what it, it is? feels realer than real. And then you get here, you're like, uh, Hmm. Okay. I mean, I, I was definitely like deep in thought for a week or two about the, everything about reality and oh, things existential like that. crisis luckily i was a 30 something year old man and you know but like imagine like a teenager doing that or something like for real oh my god like, yeah no we no. lost yeah i don't think i don't think we can do it either like oh, we could me and like us on on this level right now but i feel like so once you're right at now, this like, level <laughs> three of us yeah, like right now it's like just fucking smoke some dude no like <laughs> i think we could do it right now I think if we did do it, like the level of portal that we'd be accessing next, like, cause you're, you're like looking tangentially at a portal, right? You're not moving forward. We're already kind of far through these portals. There might be a couple ahead, but you go to the one that's like to the right or to the left of you. And that's what the DMT realm is or like mushrooms. If you do that now, kind of being in the space that we know, you're going to have a vastly different experience, probably something more real metaphysical. And it's probably something that will follow you back. I wouldn't, because I wouldn't we're like do it now. Keen on it. When I've been in there before, it was more like, oh, I'm just having fun and seeing weird stuff and blah, blah, blah. And that's fine. But now I'm like keen on it. So now there might be, even be like an eye contact thing kind of where you're like, oh shit, uh, that's a, I know what you are and you know what I, and now, yeah. now like what? I'd get there and I'd be like, who do you serve? And that would fuck the Who's whole thing master? up. They'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> who's your daddy? And who is what the higher level entity that you serve? And what level of hell Say do you Christ is king. Oh shit, this guy came in with some questions, all right? It wasn't, it's like it was if like, you, nobody was, ever comes with questions. If you had to answer. Scare kind of thing, but I guess we'll skip past that. If you had to answer, what would be the easiest way to kill you? And they'd be like, we have to follow him back. We've got to kill this guy first. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to take some information back there. So. That's As exactly. I'm starting, I'm like, if, if I remove your head, does it end you entirely? Or will you still resurrect? Uh, like that. You ever you seen, like, still like, for physical beings, you want to remove the head. I think that's just the safest way that's to a, yeah. But yeah, I agree. For yeah. spiritual things, it's been my I, mean, understanding. That, I don't know what to do there. For spiritual things, you remove the foreskin, apparently. I don't know. That's what the Jews think, at least. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you stuck a little blood oh. out to be safe. <laughs> yeah. Or like, you show you them yours. If you're really, really You show them yours. <laughs> look at oh, it. Look that at was it. definitely one that's not in any texture anyone. So one guy was just like, hey, what if we say you got to suck some of the blood out? Just <laughs> yeah, like, fuck it. They're not, no one's going to do it. Just do it. Just do it. Oh, oh, no. Unbelievable. Like, hey, you, hey, as a thing now, we got to suck some of the blood out. They're like, really? Like, yeah, yeah. Yo, like, Mark, you know, wow, the, you know the, the, the don't tase me, bro. You know that guy? Yeah, yeah. Don't tase me, bro. Yeah, okay. So I've been in a fucking feud with this guy for like a year. Oh, Andrew Meyer. You know him? <laughs> I know who he is, yeah. 
So he hates me. Like, he's kind of he's a friend like he, of a friend. It, it, I, guess I, I don't think I don't he hates you. Life. It looks like he likes you. Honestly, from the outside, from where he's I'm saying, a it's like he hates you, but he also actually, likes so you. So you might be surprised. He might, he no, might no, 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 no. In on the fuck, fuck. Our relationship is tumultuous because he, he does get it, but like I hit him hard with the Jewish stuff. And I actually got oh, yeah, him to say, like that. he spiraled. He spiraled for a week because I got him to say that uh, sucking the foreskin after that bat mitzvah or whatever that's called. He said, it's just like the bris, not the bat mitzvah. He said, it's just like sucking 13 and I had one and no one sucked my blood. Unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. I'm like, my pants are down on the, on the thing. I'm like, all right. I was thinking it's the not going to suck itself. This <laughs> <laughs> forcing in ain't going to suck its own blood out. <laughs> so <laughs> I got him to admit, he admitted that, uh, he said, it's just like if you're sucking the venom out of a snake bite. And I just, I just kept retweeting that, like quote tweeting. I said, I can't believe this motherfucker said this. And it like, I made him spiral. Cause that's I was just picking true. at him. You're not it's weird. That's, that's like an old wives tale. You can't suck venom out of a, of a, out of a wound. I learned that recently. I don't remember from who, but, uh, so, so probably the same thing he should know is like, Hey, just as the snake venom things, not true. Neither is the foreskin thing, dude. You don't have to suck on the, that's the thing though. I would like him. him. I do like him. And I like same thing with Bryson gray too. I do like these people, but they have to, they have to do these things. Yeah, and they have gray to feed is my favorite. Oh, see, I have to bend <laughs> the so knee. stupid. Huh? I said they have to bend the knee. It's like I like they them, have but you something. have to bend the knee. <laughs> they have something like it's like this ultra religion. It's it's religion. Like with it, Top Lobster on Twitter is the new like initiation ritual for like for, for like these artists, these like not quite elite artists. It's like, all right, you got to feud with this guy for two weeks, then we'll think about letting you go to the next <laughs> yes, level. Yes. So go in there talking about Jewish, Jewish stuff or black stuff. I don't know. Just get upset. The, Do your I'm best. The, the gatekeeper. Like, <laughs> can you shut up, Can you get past that? <laughs> Fuck you, faggot. <laughs> it's like this lobster just says racial slurs. What the fuck? This is my last challenge. Before I get rich <laughs> and famous, what the fuck? Like, sorry, Bryson, you can't handle gates, it. You gotta get you can't handle it. We got other rappers back here. The rappers back here. There's a whole <laughs> line of guys waiting to be famous that are happy to feud with this guy. Oh, <laughs> fuck. That's so sad, man. Oh. Look what you've so become. Go, you go become turn off your smoke of... detector and get to Twitter. And <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I don't even understand what he means. He just keeps saying chirp. I don't fucking understand. <laughs> and also, what is that noise? What's that noise? Um, anyway, these people are nice people. I like, I actually would like them, but they just have this thing where it's like, cause we're talking frankly in the DMS and then they have to defend a position and it's just That's awful. Like, yeah, it's, but I get it. You have your, your position, you have your thing. I have no sacred cow. So it's really yeah, easy. But for it me. needs to be called out when people are one thing in the DMS and something else on the time. I'm the same guy DMS timeline. I'm going to say the same shit. So I have no fear. I, there's no DM that can be shown. I should say this now. It's like a challenge. There's no <laughs> calling all the land. No one Hold is on, a DM. That would be embarrassing to me. I'm like, oh, let shit. me scroll through what oh, we've been fuck. talking about. What have I done? I forgot how long I've been on Twitter. Maybe a DM <laughs> oh, or two. God, I'm not sure. Oh, man. All I yeah, can say is, is I've been married only since 2020. So anything prior to that is no bigs. It's all free game from, from the there. Date. Yeah. Or but listen, Mark, you know what I like? Before we go, I just want to say that Matt Reif, what I like about him is that he's been, not the comedian, he's been changing the text on like people's posts and like, you know, he, I don't know what he does, but he edits it. He like photoshops it and he goes like, Hey, is this you? And it'll be you tweeting like, Hey, suck my own dick this morning and came on my chest. Uh, how about that? <laughs> 
everybody's like, my God, is this real? I'm like, that's fucking, I like that. That's how you go about it. Very subversive. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's a level below like what we're getting to. It's going to be with the deep fakes. That's just like super easy stuff, but people fall for it. And I mean, you're going to see people fall for it a lot, but oh, wait till people are oh, tweeting out like video of you saying, I can't wait to get my, the blood sucked out of my dick tonight. And you're in the, and they're, they're, <laughs> they're tweeting it around. You're like, well, the video's there. I'm like, oh. I like that now I have plausible deniability for everything. They go, like, no, that's, true. that's not me. That's AI. Yeah, I'm going to be doing the wild shit. Nobody's going to know. My cares. AIs are going to be so tame. Yeah. <laughs> like, they can't think of, they can't think of the, thing I'm, the shit I'm thinking. But we're, listen, we're coming up on time. Um, before we go, I want to know favorite conspiracy theory. If you had to like gun to your head, what is it? Oof, man. Honestly, I've always been a big fan of, uh, of hollow earth of the, of the, the entire civilization living inside the earth. And that's, and that, that can for me tie into the UFOs to whatever extent there are actually saucers of some kind. If that were true, I imagine them. That's where they live. They live inside. They come out of the oceans. And there are a lot of reports of UFOs around oceans and volcanoes. As I'm sure you guys know. So it kind of tie, I know how they fly through the fucking lava. I don't know. Have I'm you heard of um, Phil that. Schneider? Uh, how do I know him? Why do I know that name? <laughs> Phil Schneider was the guy that was contracted by the government to build uh, underground bases. And he ended up like fucking getting into a battle down there uh, with some sort of like entities that waved their hands in front of their bodies, emitted a blue light and split him open like a fucking fish, blew his fingers off his hand and left him with this grotesque scar. Some dude threw him into an elevator shaft and sent it up to save his life. And that dude got massacred. And Phil Schneider went on this tirade for a long time talking about this in very public ways. He got ran off the road several times, uh, forced to crash his car uh he got his legs broken he operated in a wheelchair to the end of his days he was shot at uh successfully shot i believe and then in the end was suicide he committed suicide by tying his own catheter around his neck and uh suffocating himself to death yeah that is a Dude, very there's a doc schneider on twitter nothing else and the timeline is fucking wild i have re- i have research to do here yeah, so you'll enjoy, there's a documentary, just because this is obviously a lot of Hollow Earth stuff, there's a documentary on Voodoo, uh, Phil Schneider, I forget what the hell it's called, but if you look up Phil Schneider documentary on Voodoo, it's fucking awesome. I actually have to finish it, but uh, so far, so good. I think you'd really enjoy that. I'll add it to the very long, long, long list. I'm looking at him now. He's like the white dude with the white hair. That's Phil Schneider? Yeah. Dude, oh, shit, fucking yeah, amazing story. Up. All the amazing the 90s, story, which looks like so ancient now. I don't know how anybody watched. TV if you yet. talk, if you watch his videos where he's at that podium uh, top, I believe it's the actual one that you're seeing there. Um, he is very genuine. He seems very genuine. He is definitely a dude who works for what he says he works for. Like he knows his shit. Uh, he's very professional, but yeah, he got gutted like a fish and, you know, ended up having his life saved only to, to later on be murdered. Uh, top. What is, what's your favorite? uh conspiracy i don't know if i've ever asked you that yeah i don't i don't even know if i have one i mean obviously like the nephilim stuff is fun right now but hmm my favorite conspiracy it would probably have to be something like fun like cryptid stuff like a not dog man is tony merkel's thing i mean for me maybe more like a like like a hat man i I guess he would be a cryptid like more of the stuff that you'd see in a house you know what I mean? That kind of paranormal conspiracy. Stuff. If that's, if, is that even conspiracy? I would say, yeah, because uh, that's how I got into conspiracy. And it all, the reason that I got to like where I am now is because the hat man shit branched out into everything else. So yeah, it's all connected. I, I would say for me, it's the, um, 
the rebranding the fallen and the Nephilim as aliens. I think that's my, my favorite one right now. It's the one I put most of my energy into because I think that just like we talked about on, on a Luke and Clint show, this idea that, you know, a pharmaceutical company would accidentally cause the deaths accidentally of, uh, of, you know, a thousand people. And then they can't save face. So what do they do? They rebrand is the same way that the fallen and these biblical entities, uh, they are rebranding as fucking benign space homies, you know, who are here to save us from destroying our planet and each other and mutually assured destruction via nuclear war. Yeah. First uh, we said I we were the gods that- and we did that for a while, but now, you know, we moved along that now people are all on science. So we'll do science stuff. We'll say we're aliens now. And it's a long-term yep. con. Have you, you guys heard of, uh, Emanuel Swedenborg, you ever heard of him? No. He was, I think he was like a 17, 1800s guy. Anyway, he, this guy was saying he was contacted by aliens and he actually knew, had a different alien from each planet. And they were talking to him about the Galactic Federation and this whole thing. This Galactic Federation thing has been around for a long time, uh, like hundreds of years, you could even say, popping up as people channel these different alien entities. Um, but as we all know, the aliens, again, this is part of that long-term rebrand where People are looking in the skies. They're learning science. Let's tell them we're aliens and we're here to help. But first, we need like 100 years of movies and propaganda to get people ready. Well, you and know, we need these these fucking Nazi scientists to start NASA. I have a feeling <laughs> on on uh, Thursday, we're going to we have Merkel on Tony Merkel on and we're going to be nice. touching on this subject. My very but first one guest of, on the Mark Clare show. Really? Really? Yeah. Wow, no shit, really? that's fucking awesome. Well, I wanted to start off with like, this is definitely not Lions of Liberty. You know, that was, like, yeah, that oh, was good my move. idea. I want to make the very clear. Like, I didn't want any kind of like, oh, maybe he's kind of still doing it. Like, no. So yeah, that's the way that. to do it. That, that's very effective. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so we, I want to talk about like, so like the Galactic Federation idea, the idea that there is this underworld or I don't know, side dimension where these things are these fallen, these Nephilim, but they're not all exactly on the same side. Like there definitely is some kind of federation. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's way more complicated. Like I always compare it to Scott Horton's books uh, enough already when you read it and you read it and you kind of understand all the different moving parts and the different factions and the shit that was going on. That's just a 20 year war. We're talking about a war for, you know, all of mankind. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So it's going to be far more complex. So Galactic Federations probably is not far off, although it's not really galactic. It's more interdimensional right here or possibly maybe even like right here, like you're saying, the hollow earth, like a dimension below us. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that is the real hollow earth. It's just it's just the the underworld, that dimension that underneath the the other layer under under the veil, so to speak. Maybe that's maybe it's always been a metaphor of sorts. Yeah. I always, I always hated those guys, though, the Galactic Federation. When I was younger, there was the Galactic Federation of Light, and there was like a YouTube series where the people were claiming that these videos were coming from, like this Galactic yeah, Federation a, of alien It's a entities. real thing, real thing in the sense that a bunch of people say the same shit from these entities. And I used to just think, yes. oh, that's weird that people make up all these same stories. Then I'm like, wait a minute, that's really weird. Maybe they're not making it up. That doesn't make it true, but maybe they're hearing them from the same sources. Yeah. And, and one of the things that they did, which very much mirrors the anonymous thing and the QAnon thing was like, we know that the world is being overrun by evil people. Don't worry. That's what that term. Yes. That's a, that's an indicator. If you hear that term, that's a Q stuff. And and we're going to save you from it. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was the same thing for anonymous. Anonymous was like, stay put. Anonymous had the expression expect us and, uh, the galactic federation, 
also said that they were going to come and free us from the cabal. QAnon also says what Patriots are in control and they're going to overthrow the system and save everybody. There's this like weird trust the plan. Yeah. And there's this weird thing. Like it's an archetype, right. Of this like, uh, anonymous shady group who's going to come and save the day. So first they come in and they tell you everything the that white hats, you know, you know to be true. The, the yes, the, white hats exactly. Always working for our, for us. Here's, here's the fuckery though, Dave. What if they are not, they're not working to save you, but what if they actually are this plan that they're talking about? This shit probably oh, yeah. will happen. It, they're not here to save you though. That's going to be yes. the part that they want to take out their rival Nephilim gang. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, no, yeah. That's you're not entertained. I'm in. I'm fucking in. Oh. I'm so excited. Yeah. I may as well swap yeah. gangs. I mean, whatever. <laughs> if we all agree, Nef- we're going to be ruled by a Nephilim gang. Let's, you know, let's mix it up. Do the no, fun. I don't mean like I, just, I really support them. I mean, I like I'm going to put my Q shirt on and I'm going to fucking be like, Q, like this shit is fucking entertaining, guys. And then, but like, oh, yeah. we know what's up. I take my shirt off yeah. and we drive home. I'm miserable. You know, whatever. <laughs> drink my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing the that I want to come out of this is normal stuff. I just want a version of reality <laughs> to happen where, like, I'm permitted to carry a broadsword in public. That's it. Whatever circumstances happen, I just if want there's one any to state unfold that's going to allow it first. That. It's the one we're in. That is exactly. true. Exactly. Exactly. And I think the Nephilim is the right angle, especially with this Miami thing. This might be the time to get the bill out there. Like, look, due to the recent incursion of the Nephilim in Miami and other possible other spots in Florida, uh, we are going to need broadswords at all times because, as we know. To the extent there are physical bodies, the only way to end them is to cut off their heads. Can you imagine? Right, and it's like, like this this broadsword press conference. It's like glowing blue, and then that, now we have to have the argument with the left, and they're like, "We should ban the broadswords. They're not really doing." And then you have the right wing influencers like showing their booty with their like board, statistics their say if you have a broadsword in your house, you're much more likely to use it on a family member by accident. You know? <laughs> like, no, you only you leave it locked, and then when the nephilim come, only I only know the code. All right, my kid's not gonna know. Are we going to let, uh, like the trans community have broadswords? Because I mean, a, God, you know, it's the damage they could do with that. Only if yeah, they for everybody. No, no, they're already doing that. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that. Um, that seems like <laughs> the one to go out on. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yo, Mark, thank you for hanging out. This was a fucking thing, man. This is a blast. This is a blast. Um, I think we're back again tomorrow with, uh, conspiracy pilled. Am yeah, I we're going to be here too? with one Am half. I just a part of the show now? This is great. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> Mark's back. All You're right. a permanent fixture. He doesn't know it yet. He... Somehow show up to every episode. Somehow I get the link. <laughs> That's <laughs> actually what Toad does. That's what Toad does every episode. I'm like, every time he comes on, I'm like, fucking, he's back, whatever. Just let him stay. But yeah, Mark, Mark's back every episode. Tomorrow, Conspiracy right. Pilled. <laughs> Tower Gang at night. Thursday, we've got Tony Merkel and... Friday? No, I don't think. No, we really feel like you just have a fake job podcasting now. It's just straight up. Yeah, I'm creating T-shirt listings and fake job podcasting. Go figure. There was something Friday, wasn't there? Something Friday? Maybe there was nothing Friday. Well, I I want two tickets in the raffle because I I forgot to put in my discount code for that shirt I bought like two hours ago. So just, just I want two tickets. (laughs) Unbelievable. Perfect. We can do it again, but you have to buy it full price again. Now, if Mark raffle anyway, (laughs) if Mark Claire wins, it's going to look really bad on us. Yeah, Yeah, I will. Everyone knows that's I okay, though. This is a public, you know. Why would that look bad? Look bad we, we never said it wasn't extending to guests. Yeah, I don't. Which is I us. don't know Matt Rife. I never, you know, I never had him on my show. There's no connection here. I'll talk to you after the show, Mark. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Peace out. The greatest hypnotist on planet Earth is a oblong box in the corner of the room. It is constantly telling us what to believe is real. If you can persuade them that what they see with their eyes is what there is to see. 
because they'll lap in the face of an explanation that portrays the bigger picture of what's happening. And they have.